Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is the Migs cast. My name is Steve Migs. I'm here with the Reverend Enfuego. Hello. And Glenn Cannon. Made it. Yes, you did. <laughs> I don't know why I'm singing. I'm yeah. Gonna, you ever have like those days where you're just like, I just can't wait to do the Migs cast. I'm really excited today to do the Migs cast. Things are good. Life is all right. And I'm happy to see you guys. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Same here. It's one uh, I like how he blended guys and boys just now. It's kind of a goise. Oh, okay. I was goise. hoping that the music yeah. would cover no, that up. No, I heard that. No. What's up, goise? Because I do that all the time, dude. Boys and goise. Yeah. Goys. Goys. What's up, Goys? What's up, Goys? My lady Goys? Yeah. No. La- lady, lady Goy Goy. Wow. I'm which one's wearing... the chicken hawk and which one's the twink? Wow. <laughs> you're the, we went there. You're the right person away. who introduced me to that term. Let's I remember chicken hawk or twink? Uh, both. Because I I didn't understand either of them, and I think it was because of Dick Rossetti. It's Dick Rossetti's like, fault. You used to have a band called Twink the Wonder Kid, and I'm like, Dick, what the hell does twink mean? And he's like, look it up. And don't then, look it up. <laughs> Urban don't, don't Google image search that, bro. And then I learned about Chicken Hawks. Uh, Chicken Hawks just an older dude that likes younger dudes, and right? And Twink is the younger dude. Yeah, this is all bad. Yeah. yeah. Which is why Twink the Wonder Kid is the greatest band name of all time. <laughs> no, actually, his Did band... they play a lot up on Cap Hill? Oh, or... yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I like this other band, Guns and Rossetti. That yeah, was pretty that awesome. Was cool too. And he got the seal of approval from Duff McKagan, who was a big fan. Really? Oh, Duff loved Dick's bands. Like nice. I remember being at the Sunset Tavern and Dick's band played um I Wanna Be Your Dog. Uh, oh, I love that too, Nicky yeah, Pop. Nicky Pop. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. and Duff came up, went on stage and sang it with them. Nice. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That was pretty That's badass. Killer. Or it was the other way around. Duff's band was playing, Loaded was playing. They did it, and they brought Dick Rossetti up to sing with them. That's still super. One way That's or the even other. cooler, actually. If they're like, hey, Dick, come yeah. on up. Yeah, Duff gave Dick the nod. <laughs> That does not sound right. <laughs> wow. Well, I did say I was, I was excited. We're speaking in code, but if you're familiar with rock and roll, none of this sounds vile at all. No, this is just a conversation <laughs> but, amongst you know, musicians. Yeah, if you were at a staff meeting over at a <laughs> sales insurance company or something, I don't know. <laughs> but things are good. I'm happy to see you guys. Uh, a quick update about my friend Sarah. I visited her yeah. after the Migscast last week. Could not be a better feeling to walk into that room and just see a big, beautiful smile on her face, and she's doing well. I just got a text from her yesterday. She's, That's awesome. She's in, she's in a good place. She's out of the hospital. Everything's good. I mean, you know, wow. obviously there's a long... Oh, I mean, she put up an amazing Facebook post. I won't read her or anything like that, but there's a long haul ahead, obviously, but she's in a good place, and uh, the support from all of her friends and family just overwhelmed her, which I thought it would, yeah. and I, I even got a lot of Facebook messages and texts from people who I didn't even realize listened to our podcast that are friends. Or they had mutual friends with Sarah, and they were just like in tears when when Aaron played that song. Yeah, and they just said that that actually helped them get through all the crap that they were dealing with and the weird feelings. And and so just just want to throw it out there: things are good in her world. So and I'm hopefully, happy to this say is that. a it's definitely a turning point for I her. Think then. So. I mean, that I was hope. my my hope was yeah. that you know you hit rock bottom and bounce. That's what you hope. I mean, so. met her pops, and that was that was cool. It was just weird though. You know, go to Harborview, and you just. 
you don't know what you're walking in on. Sure. You know what I mean? Because there were some interesting people on the floor that she was on, and you oh, know, yeah. it was just like as I'm, and of course her room is like all the way at the other end of the hall. So as she I'm walking, go long walk, and it's just yeah. like, oh sweet Jesus, how are things going to be? Because right now I'm getting a picture painted that's not very nice. And then once I walked into her room, it was all smiles and things were great. But did yeah. she give you any kind of indication as to what? The straw was that broke the camel's back? No, we didn't Did you even... guys discuss that at all? No. Okay. Dude, all we talked about was hockey. There you go. Um, and, and stupid conversations about trips to, like, her making trips to, like, outside of the country. And honestly, it was... I probably am, like, like the, the, the breath of fresh air amongst some of her friends. Because I would imagine there are some friends that are just going to just cut right to the chase. Right. Um, I personally felt that the best way to go into it and I didn't really even know how to go into it I just walked in and just yeah. figured I'm gonna just go oh. as it goes and just kind of improv the moment you know no, it, it's smart man if she mm. wants to talk about it she will right. and if she doesn't maybe it's wise not to bring it up and it was just so all that's smiles. smart yeah all smiles and that's all I hope that I could bring is just some smiles for her so that was that was that was pretty cool cool uh, so things are going well with that um, uh, I want to start things off uh, we have a couple guests in studio Nick and Garen and Nick and Garen we already know what they got but because they got us um, all of us on the on the mix cast a gift. Oh, dude! But Glenn, you have not seen. Oh. No, don't pull that yet. No, 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 no. Nick, wait, Nick, wait, wait, Nick. Let's no, so set it up. So first of all, hi guys. How's it going? Hey, fellas. How's it going? Um, these guys blew my mind, and I think Rev's mind Absolutely. as well. So we're gonna leave the room so they can blow your mind. No, um, <laughs> they was <laughs> red here with the oh, violet oh, wand. Yeah. Is that what it's going the neon on? wand. Neon they got, wand. They got the men's version of the neon know. wand. Nick, I, I thought it was a unisex device, actually. Well, <laughs> Nick has this amazing hobby where he he creates wrestling action figures out of people. Oh, that's cool. And well, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, there is a Glenn Cannon wrestling action figure. <laughs> <laughs> he, he squealed. Whoa, Glenn he's literally even got just squealed. my tat on there. Yes. Yeah. No. They are the the, oh the, the work that Nick has put into God. these is Man. astounding. Check it out. So I had to Facebook stalk you a little bit. So <laughs> <laughs> well, he puts out enough. Steve on there has on a belt. Yeah. Did you get a belt? I didn't get a I didn't belt. Get Steve a belt. has a he's belt, man. Oh. Steve's the only one I got. Well, you belt. know what? You guys well, got the champion. To we gotta... be the man, you got to beat the man. Let's get our dolls out and wrestle. This is incredible, <laughs> man. Though looking at my action figure, I gotta get to the gym. You know, it's, no, you here's a picture the of mine. Mine's in the, the other rest. room, so here's a picture of mine. Revs is jacked too. Yeah, yeah mine is all in great so shape. jacked. So Rev and I get these immediately, and be like crunches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. crunches and lettuce. I got to go talk with uh, Matt and figure it all out. I just so happen to wear. I, I have the same Macho Man Randy Savage That's shirt so that cool. is on my action figure, and I'll take a picture and put all of them together on the Mixcast uh, Twitter page before um, we get out of here. But. There's a picture of me wearing that very Macho Man Randy Savage shirt, but as you can tell, it fits a lot looser on me than it does my swollen oh, version. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you're swollen. Well, like you that's said. a. Oh, I just see the smaller shirt. You've got like yes. a 47 inch chest and you're yeah. buying like a woman's <laughs> small t shirt, man. How amazing is that? How do you do that? So, for, yeah. so Nick, Dude. how do you create. Let, let our audience know because you do this just for fun. Yeah, and, I just and, do it for fun. And, uh, I have a whole bunch of action figures, you know, just laying around. I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with all these? Oh, I'll just make some people. So I've made a couple friends, and then I was like, well, I've 
kind of run out of people I can use. So like you I mean Garen, right? Yeah. You, you yeah. can use us, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, you basically just Frankenstein them together yeah. into the likeness of the person. Yeah. Then like I'll shave That's off amazing. like a mohawk off what? someone, and then so in like my head, I found out is uh, Cesaro from the WWE, yeah. which makes sense because he's bald and beautiful like I am. And uh, <laughs> so who's the body? Is that is that Macho Man? Yeah. Bo- ima- body. Yeah. Bo- yeah. Body's Macho Man. I would imagine. Ma- and then he body and then body he, Macho yeah. Man. Then he drew and painted on tattoos. It's incredible, man. Now, Glenn, Glenn, you are uh, the body of Dean Ambrose. Yep. Yeah. And the head of Brian Pillman. Okay. Which I had to wow. shave off some of his hair. If so only I was, head. man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How, how long have you had a Brian Pillman toy? Oh, they just sold them recently. Oh, they're really? Doing, yeah, they're doing their now, now then, forever. forever. Okay. Yeah. Gosh. So luckily they were in the same box. So I, I, remember, like, oh, cool. I remember seeing awesome. him at Starcade where he got laid out because of his shoulder injury by Sid Vicious. Oh, the late, wow. great Brian Flash Pillman. Man. And yes. it's funny that like a lot of people compare Dean Ambrose to Brian Pillman in like the... You know, kind of a loose cannon vibe that he brings into the ring, and uh, you're a mishmash of the <laughs> two. So Isn't cool. that amazing? That's I love the tattoo. I was, yeah, I was the trying to read what the, the tattoo says on like your Facebook, trying to Facebook stalk oh, you, but yeah, sorry, I couldn't man. read it, so I just kind of had to uh, like improvise. It's the Serenity Prayer in Latin. And oh, is that actually, what it is? Oh, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's cool. There's a funny story behind that because I had there's Please a tell. I like poster art <laughs> and and stuff like that, and I, I collect pop art, and there's an artist named Derek Hess that I'm obsessed with, and actually, if you've ever seen. The old window pane t-shirts, or even our huge, we call it Big Red. We have this giant red banner mm-hmm. that we fly behind us when we're doing bigger shows. It's like a 25 by 15 sort of arena-sized nice. banner. And it's this awesome drawing that Derek Hess did of a blind man with a walking stick out in front of him, and there's an angel and a devil hovering over each shoulder. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. So that was our thing for a while until we came up with the newest version, which is we went with a skull, but then we blindfolded the skull and the angel and the devil. So it's an echo of that Derek Hess artwork. but Which is the cover of your new record. It is the cover of our new record. I love that. Yeah, I yeah. love how that looks Tony, so awesome on the bass drum really of, cool. of, of Sean's bass Oh, yeah. Drum. Well, and that's going to be my tattoo, too, but I'm going to get Latin. Instead of the word window pane, I'm going to get the Latin words for uh, honor, respect, love, brotherhood. Um, and that's going to be my shoulder tat. It's got a little goosebumps um, on that. Oh, it's going to be dope, man. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so here's the funny story. Um, I had a bunch of Derek Hess artworks, and then I'd seen the back of this Neil Young album cover where it was the Serenity Prayer in Latin, and a buddy of mine was like, oh, dude, do you, you familiar with that? And I'm like, no. And he's like, oh, you know, it's uh, give me the courage to accept what I cannot change. No, I, I don't even remember it. I have it on my body, and I don't remember it. It's uh, grant me the wisdom to accept what I cannot change, the courage to change what I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. And that's the, that, 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 that's the uh, Alcoholics Anonymous So this is where here. this is going. <laughs> so I went to my buddy Matt Irvin, who's a super talented guy, and he's like, dude, I'll do that up for you. And, and he did the tat for me, and, um, and that was that. So then I'm out and about. You know, I'm like at a show, oh, no. half in the bag, you know, oh, and, hey, boy. what's your tattoo saying? I'm like, oh, it's a strategy prayer. And people get this look. They're like, oh, well, sorry. You hang in there, man. One day to, <laughs> or I'd be at 7-Eleven <laughs> at, at, at like six in the morning because I can buy more alcohol at this point. I'm in there buying more booze to keep the party going. And someone, oh, you got a new tattoo there. Yeah. What is it? It's the strategy prayer. And the same look. Oh, oh, well. Tomorrow's a new day. Stay strong, bro. (laughs) Yeah, and I was super super confused by this. And this went on for a while where I'm like, man, everyone gives me the weirdest reaction when I tell them what my tattoo says. Because I just thought it was... You know, what a, what a great words to live by, it's right? It's the Sam Jackson from Pulp Fiction thing. I just thought <laughs> some messed up words to, you know, put on someone before you pop yeah, a cap that, in them. Yeah, that's right, man. <laughs> and then finally someone was like, dude, that's the mantra for AA and NA. And I'm like, mantra? What, what do you mean by mantra? It's like, dude, they recite that prayer at every meeting. Yeah. 
Oh, man. So, of course, I'm half like, you know, major facepalm and half, you know, I think it's hilarious because yeah. I'm, I'm like at Studio 7, hammered, you know, blacked out, definitely going to be an Uber kind of night. What's your tattoo say? Oh, it's the serenity prayer. Oh, well, good luck, bro. So that's that's the funny story behind you my tattoo. You should like tattoo, just keep like man. a random coin in your pocket at all times. And then when they give you that look, you just flip it at them and go, keep it. No, it's, it, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, more awkward. it's funny. It's like, you know, I go through times where I'm like, maybe I should be going to those meetings. Maybe you it's know a what sign. I mean? Maybe it's a yeah, sign. Maybe yeah. my arm is telling yeah, me to stop it's drinking. It's a sign on your arm. Constantly, yeah, like, like brother, hey. it's, time, why, it's time to dry out. You're that's not why 16 Glenn doesn't use that arm to drink anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's always left, you know. So I'm not lying to myself. But yeah, that's that's what it is, that's man. So, you know, what a crazy story. I didn't, I did not know until months after I'd gotten the. T- I just thought it was dope, you know. No, it's a, it, I agree. It's a, it's a, it's a great mantra to have. Yeah, and it doesn't have to have anything to do with it. I mean, obviously, I get why they adopted it. Yeah, but it was something before that. Well, and even the, you know, the full thing is God grant me. And when I got it, I was like, man, it's a a thing that not all people believe in God or people have different words for God. Mm-hmm. You got people that worship Buddha or Allah or even Scientologists. There's all these different religious Pizza. beliefs. In no doubt. Yep. Um, so the I didn't, high priest of pepperoni. I wanted mm-hmm. to make it a human thing so mine literally doesn't say God grant me. It just huh. says grant me because I wanted to make it human and non-denominational. Um, I really didn't realize it was this, you know, this prayer it's funny you say because you know, I have uh, like I have the Virgin Mary tattooed on my arm. Sean and, does too, and a yeah. lot of people immediately. I mean, I'm a, I'm religious, so it's not awkward. But I also have a scorpion, and they're both uh, a tribute to my grandpa when he passed away. He's a Scorpio, and this was his prayer card. Right. So mm-hmm. it's always like okay. funny when people see that and they don't understand the backstory. They're just like, "Wow, you were really religious, huh?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, but not like to the point where I would just get a tattoo of something religious on me." It's, there's a backstory. Yeah. And then my favorite though will be when I used to not have a sleeve. I just had this giant scorpion on my arm. People are like, "Scorpio, bro, me too." And I finally mm-hmm. got to the point where I'm like, "Sweet man, yeah." Because <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> "I don't want to correct them." Well, yeah, because every, every time you have to correct them, it's always. I'm okay with talking about my grandfather passing. It's been so many years I could say it without crying, but it's always that awkward moment, probably no different sure. than when they see your tattoo and they're not realizing the backstory. It's they, just like, uh, no, dude, you don't need to feel weird about it. It's okay. Like, I don't mind sharing it. But then I finally got to the point where I'm like, either that's why I got this part of why I got the sleeve. I'm like, I need to cover. This, so it's just part of a tattoo well, as opposed to just standing I, I out. I ran into it. I, I collect rosaries because I, I think they're beautiful. And yeah. I, I actually have my great-great-grandmother's rosary that I wear from time to time. And oh. I just think they're amazing. I'm not Catholic. I was raised uh, Episcopalian, which I think is like the Kmart of of religions. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, everything's cool. Blue light special on forgiveness <laughs> of sin. The blue light and, sign from God. <laughs> yeah. But I would wear I would wear rosaries all the time. And the movie The Boondock Saints came out. He, and rolls, I, yes. he rolls back your sins? Uh, yeah, he, he, he <laughs> We're rolling back sins this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, but I would wear that Boondock Saints rosary all the time, man. And I thought that thing was dope. Uh, it came in a case that was autographed by Troy Duffy. It was kind of hard to track oh, down. And, yeah, I've got wow. that, dude. I, a lo- and it, I had a sweet Boondock Saint hoodie like the long time ago with just the two guns with the... Uh, oh, right, with the, the prayer? Yeah, the yeah, brother's yeah. prayer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you walk in my office and look to the left, there's literally a nail with that rosary hanging on it. Do you know so how they'd cool. walk into their little loft squat space and, and hang their say, rosaries? Yeah. Mine's, 
displayed the same way in my home. And to me, it's a like a fetish property, right? You know. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people were like, "Oh man, I didn't realize Glenn was such a devout Catholic." Man, I mm-hmm. noticed he's wearing rosaries like all the time, and I'm like, "He's got the Serenity Prayer." Well, on and I, I had to run into that. You know, it's like, well, I have no issue with Catholicism, and I do believe in God, but I'm not overtly religious, and I I just like rosaries. And then it got to a point where I I quit wearing rosaries all the time. I wore them because I thought they were beautiful. And I quit wearing them. And then it was like six months after, because I was talking to Tony about that. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I don't want people to think we're a Christian band. I'm like, no, I, I hear you. Not that I have a problem with that. And we were having this discussion about it. And I finally was just like, I'll quit wearing them. Then I walk into like Hot Topics six months later. Yeah, they're and, everywhere. And they full on have like the rosary section. And I'm like, man. Right. If I start wearing again now, it's All like, weird you know. Stuff yeah. And then rosary. Yeah. Glenn, you shopping at Hot Topic? No. I mean, they do have some cool <laughs> t-shirts, but. Yeah. Don't forget, big announcement when window paint's opening up for Striper this month. <laughs> nice! <laughs> nice! Yeah. Which is cool. They agreed to loan us some of their costuming, which is great, Nice. Yeah. Red and black. I mean, yellow and black. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be like black. a swollen, drunken bee. It's going to be a really good time. I have bee costumes covered in blood already for my zombie costumes my on man. Halloween. Boom. We can totally just go with it. Rev, you got to tell us. Okay, so for the Rev, you did. Uh, what figures did you use to make the Rev uh, yeah. action figure? So I used the... Bubba Ray Dudley body from when he was with TNA. Nice. And then Bully Ray. The head is from Brodus Clay, but I had to shave off his mohawk and add a beard. <laughs> I love it. Add a beard and some ha- side hair. And my favorite is um, uh, you, you, your buddy Garen. Who did you use to make your buddy Garen? So he I used the head of Hornswoggle. He's not digging it. Oh, he's got his head in his hands, man. So he's the head of Hornswoggle, the body of the big show, and the shorts of John Cena. <laughs> I so look like the guy need... from Beetlejuice with a small skull. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. And Hornswoggle's a yeah. little guy. Like, yeah. I mean, like a yeah. midget. Oh, He's yeah. a little person. Yeah. So you Dwarf. put it on, yeah, you put it on the head of a little person on, I think, the, the big, biggest big person in the WWE. It's good to have friends, right? And yeah. It's, yeah. And then You're Did yeah. you piss Thanks. him off, like, right before he made this or something? I didn't even know he was making it, so he, he must have not, obviously he doesn't like me that much. Watch this <laughs> in, like, some weird voodoo thing, and we're now on, on the <laughs> Spell of Nick. I no, there, there's about... only one copy each of it. So I don't have I don't have one. One of a kind. Yes. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but all I've been thinking since I got this, one, I can't wait to put it on social media, but two, mm-hmm. I can't wait to show my mom and dad. <laughs> right? I'm not even kidding. The first thing I thought was, wait do I show my parents? <laughs> like, this is great, dude. This like, is so I, like I, random and amazingly cool. I dude. almost texted you while you were stuck in traffic. I was like, I know, I'm like I wasn't going to say what it was. I'm like, dude, just there's a couple guys that are watching the show today, and they're going to make your day. That's, I, I, I this didn't even, is so cool. I didn't like, even. Like, really? Yeah. Well, I was going to wait until we started recording, and then I showed Danny. I was like, hey, does this look like Steve? And he's like, give it to him. I'm like, oh, Danny. Let me see it. I was like, I don't think you see it. He's like, just show it to him. It's awesome, dude. It's so awesome. The tattoos really bring it all together. Because I, I saw some of the tattoos, so yep. and then some of them I just kind of filled in because I couldn't quite tell what Dude, they were. Not, right? Yeah. <laughs> do you just like That's use mini, mini paint or something with it, or what do you? No, use I use like do? Uh, paint, well, markers and. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, just straight up so markers cool. on it. Yeah. That's awesome. You yeah, can, you guys can take them out. They're open on the bottom. I know, but yeah, I like it no. in the package. Mine's, it's really cool. It's going to get hung up in my office. Like like a, yeah. It's a collector's like item. That, you can dude. have it in there. Yeah. That's the, the the geeky collector in me. That's like, oh, yeah. I got like the first edition Spawn uh, action figure oh, way wow. back in the day. Oh. Well, I had it until my stupid brother opened it to play with. And <laughs> then it's like, you took it out of the package. It's ruined. Did you I play like Guantanamo Bay with him after that? Like when you're done playing my figure, there's this game I play called waterboarding. There is. Did you want to get into that with him or no? That was one of those. 
was where I actually had to leave the room because I was oh, so mad. And it's yeah. over a stupid little toy. It's but, okay, though. No, it's a collector's item that. Yeah, yeah it's an action I'm not gonna, figure. It's not a doll. Yeah, I'm not going right. to say stupid little toy, man. If you're collecting those and you're yeah. into that, that's kind of a drag. Yeah, it know? was. But I had all the original Kiss ones, and I mean, I should have kept them in like the right? box. And I, yeah. I wanted to take them out of the box, and I was curious what Paul Stanley would look like without makeup. So I took a file and started <laughs> oh filing the makeup off of his face. Hey, so that was me last night with the Dremel on. Yes. The <laughs> that's why I respect what you're doing, because I did stuff like that as well, where it was just like, I, I was so curious. And then when I finished, I realized, wow, either Paul had, looks like a burn victim, or, <laughs> or he looks nothing like this. I used to take soldering irons to my Hot Wheels, the underneath plastic part, because I wanted to see what was inside, and there's nothing. Oh, dude, I used to take a scratch-all, which is basically a glorified ice pick, and uh-huh. then pop all the windshields out of my Matchbox cars so they look like stock cars. Nice. That's I did that awesome. all the time until one day I drove that scratch all oh. clear into my thumb. And that oh. ends it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> After that, I was like, it's okay the way it is. <laughs> I'll just play with it like oh, this. It's man. fine. It's probably cold outside. Yeah. They need their windows rolled up. Oh. <laughs> it's, it, was like, it, it, it didn't go into the meat of the thumb. It went in kind of sort of where the cuticle meets the oh, thumbnail. Yeah. About oh. an inch, you know, just... <laughs> And you're like, well, that hurts. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, I was leaking bad. Oh, I'm yeah. holding my thumb like in, in sympathy right now. <laughs> <laughs> it got my attention. And speaking of wrestling, I do want to throw that out there. At the end of this podcast, if you're a big wrestling fan, uh, the Rev and I had a chance to chat with uh, Becky Lynch from the WWE. Uh, we talked to her. The, the whole interview's up already, like at, you know, KSW's uh, interview section. But I'm going to throw some of it up on the end of this podcast in case oh, you're a wrestling fan and fulfills a, our wrestling quota. Such a chance to geek out. And plus, I wanted to talk about it because. Rev and I talked to uh, Becky Lynch, who's just a gorgeous. I'm Google image searching right she's, now. Yeah. Dude, she is. She's uh, she's steampunk motif. She wears oh. goggles and like oh, her entrance man. attire. Uh, her normal wrestling gear is amazing, and she's a qualified wrestler as well. Like you guys like, know she's who she great. is, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 these guys are wrestling fans Dude. as well. Yeah, I gotta show you a picture. Oh, I oh, bro. Yeah, I just went to Google Image. Oh, that search. one. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I'll show you the picture of her Same and I that has been later. now like all over the internet by Becky Lynch fans because oh, you viral. It's oh, a good way. Man, let me That's see if I can pull this up. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> I'll pull it up. Oh, wait, what? No. Hello. Oh, there it is. This is a picture at WrestleMania. I got to meet her and have actually in a roundabout way have dinner with her. Oh, nice! Because uh, did my you buddy... think about like putting a chloroform soaked rag? <laughs> no, <on> you know, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Glenn no, I just... always going dark there. Glenn, I actually just thought about getting a picture with her, but maybe I should have had you with me. Uh, no. <laughs> so wow, it was mm-hmm. funny when we were at WrestleMania. Like they had this opportunity for the media to go have dinner with some of the superstars. I thought when it was set up that it was going to be a bunch of like the old school guys, no one from the current crop, because it was just a couple. I know she's gorgeous. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, man. Would you like for us to leave you alone? No, I just think maybe I need to start following wrestling, man. <laughs> oh, the women's wrestlers are unbelievable. Well, that's the thing. is I can, I can picture meeting these girls, and, man, I'm body conscious now. It'd be even worse. Like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Get Gosh. that course drink. Suck it yeah, in your You'd be cute if you did some sit-ups. I'd be like, I know, I've been busy drinking. Have you read my prayer? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm about to blow Glenn's mind. Uh, you should search for Eva Marie. Mm. Eva Might not be the Marie. best wrestler. I know that's going to piss off some of the wrestling fans. But just on the surface... This is gonna be fun. <laughs> now with red hair or black hair? Red, of course. All red no, everywhere. Oh, no. <laughs> that didn't sound right. No, he just made me snort. I was not expecting that. <laughs> All red everywhere. So, sorry for our listeners. That's the out first there. picture it shows. <laughs> Let me see. Yep. Just, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, how about this? We're what? doing, we were at SummerSlam where <laughs> they bring all the wrestlers for the interviews. Oh, no. Eva Marie was one of the what ones. What is this woman? <laughs> Eva Marie was one of the girls that was doing the <laughs> interviews. That <laughs> I told you. God. So. We get to talk to all the wrestlers, but she's running low on time. She didn't have time to talk to us. So she just comes over and says... She's so busy being hot that she has... Like, <laughs> Dude. Mm-hmm. Welcome yeah. to wrestling. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, she's, okay. and she gets booed by the fans. I couldn't boo her. Right. <laughs> well, anyways, she... I could do a lot of things to her. I couldn't boo her. I'd let her do a lot of things to me, but I couldn't boo her. I should take away Glenn's phone. I you think probably should. Yeah, I'm going back on there. Normally, I'm airplane mode during the show. I'm sorry. You, you take his phone. You started play it. Himself. You were like, look up Eva Marie and unzip your pants, bro. You know? And I was like, okay, is it weird? No, it ain't weird. You know? I'm we're all friends you. here. I might stare at you while you're doing it. So I turn my back and I look at my look at him over my shoulder with shame in my eyes, you know? It's the kind of podcast this is. Like, yeah. when Don't she, you look at me. When she poops up stairs I, I pooped <laughs> sorry so she doesn't have time to do the interview but she comes over and goes hey I don't have time to do the interview but I figured I should come over in case you wanted to get a picture and all I could think is I didn't even care about interviewing you I just was going to interview you so I could get a picture yeah. so we've just eliminated the middleman <laughs> this yes. is unbelievable I just wanted to smell your hair <laughs> <laughs> so we do the interview with Becky and we both tweet at her and tell her hey thanks and I post that picture she retweets it she also comments to the Rev as well mm-hmm Hundreds upon hundreds of likes, and then people are retweeting, and then you start getting like the the the, the, the Uber fans of Becky Lynch that mm-hmm. are really just trying to write to her, but in a roundabout way are also writing to us. Like one person, I, I would do anything to hug her, like you're hugging her, and I'm like, whoa, this is getting really creepy. And then you realize, that I wish are- I could wear your skin for one day. <laughs> uh, and we're just like, we're just awkward bystanders at this point. Like we're just sitting there being like. Great, cool. Like I'm liking. I'm like, wow, this person's really creepy. And then I finally, Rev even mentioned it too. I would look on their page. I'm like, oh, they're like 13 years old. That's why they're like so creepy. So about now it me. makes you creepy, right? Now I'm, liking, <laughs> now I'm the guy liking 13 year old tweets. Yeah, I love hugging her. Yeah. <laughs> I had, I had a, I had a, I had a boner too. What's a boner? What? A <laughs> uh, Boehner, John Boehner. A Boehner, John Boehner. What do you mean? <laughs> Got some. Exciting news before we get into anything else. I think I need some proper music for this. Ladies and gentlemen, Superman. It's official. Thanks to all the fine listeners of the Mixcast. We have a new description of the Mixcast. Nice. Thanks to Glenn, who took some of those suggestions, put them together into one concise description that has nothing to do with us being ignorant idiots. (laughs) And that is a fart sound effect. And here we are. The Mixcast crew has candid takes on topical and cultural issues while also sharing personal and comical stories along the way. They feature a wide range of guests from musicians to wrestlers, all while preaching their contagious stay positive mantra. The Mixcast features KISW's the, the Steve Miggs. He's so excited he can't read. I know. <laughs> he left strippers out. I'll tell you why in a second. Oh. <laughs> the Reverend Infuego and window panes, Glenn Cannon. I left it out because I didn't want people just to assume that we're just having like strippers on just to like ogle at, even though we kind of do. I didn't think it was Oh, because it is just red. It's kind of red's gig. Right. She brings some strippers with her. And I was like, when I first saw she it. She does? 
She has. She has. <laughs> and she will. We'll mm-hmm. have to return for that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you would return. Yeah. Who was it? Do you guys feel jilted? I've just met the one. I mean, and actually, I don't feel jilted. It was. It's always. She brought Tracy, who was a former rock girl, and then that's when we learned that she became a stripper. That was pretty cool. And then one time she brought Coco. I don't remember Coco. Coco was the one who was um, had a certain um, local news personality as a boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and Coco also freely shared all the Seahawks that were good yeah, tippers yeah, and I bad remember tippers. that now. That sounds like an awesome interview. Mm-hmm. It was. We blew so up the name. Yeah. Oh, did you? Turn the yeah, mic yeah. off and I'll tell you. All right. Uh, mic's off. <laughs> really? And do you want to know who was awesome? Sure. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought any of those guys would be... I mean, I took Tawny out to dinner Friday night, and Mm -hmm. it was the first time we'd had a chance to do a nice... And one of the things I prided myself on was the fact that we could go out and have a really extravagant, nice dinner together, and I tipped well, because our waiter rocked. And it's a great feeling. It is. So I can't imagine being a multi-millionaire and a bit of a cultural icon, hero, sports figure... Was that what? No Pippin? jilting someone, man. I mean, I can't wrap my head around that behavior. Right. <laughs> I still want to. I still want to find her and, and have sex with her. <laughs> you know, just as I thrust right, right, right. right. Are you out right. there? Call right. me. Right, right. Talk right. dirty to me. Right, right, right. That's right. all I hear. Um, I don't know if he was necessarily a bad tipper, but he was just a bad customer in the sense that, like, he, he was wasn't, a jerk. He wasn't spending money. He was just kind of being there and like expecting, like, like the world revolved around him. Free Whereas the other guy apparently was a sweetheart of a dude and just. Showered the ladies with cash, mm. and it's funny because Make it rain. the one who was showering the ladies with cash, maybe not in proper term, is far lower in the tax bracket than the mm-hmm. other guy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that guy Definitely. is like relatively new to the world of football and is on a rookie contract, whereas the other guy is. Well, I think one guy sees himself as a superstar, and one guy is just really feeling very lucky and gracious to be there, and mm-hmm. is more than happy to share the, the wealth. The secret <laughs> is to make it to superstar and still be gracious. Yes, and then yep. you're the coolest person ever. Is, yeah. the, is the goal? Well, good luck for that. I'm going to buy a castle. Oh, I'm all about it. I'm going to storm the hell out of it, too. <laughs> I'll be down there with arrows in me. He'll be dumping boiling oil. What are you guys doing? It's Get Saturday. <laughs> we do this every Saturday. Aren't you hurt? Yeah, but it's fun. <laughs> so thank you uh, for everyone who suggested what the, the, the new description for the Migscast is. It's now official. It's up on the website. Yeah, so sweet. now That was a blending, because I had to make it short, you know, and it was yep. a blending of, there were two primary submissions we had yep. that were short. I mean, all the submissions were rad, and thank all the listeners for those. Mm-hmm. But I took those two and just kind of it's primarily the one and then I slid a couple other things in and it's awesome yeah uh, and that's why I like I was like god oh, do I keep the strippers I think it's funny but then I'm like well that's part of why we were moving away from the ignorant idiots even though like that was tongue in cheek so what's it say now musicians from from musicians to WWE superstars uh, I did, and I kept the wrestlers cuz sometimes we have wrestlers that are not oh, yeah. WWE yeah. so oh gotcha gotcha okay there you stuff. go so okay. musicians to wrestlers which really is I mean I think that's pretty much all we do talk to on this podcast sometimes other people as well but when it comes to interviews for the most part it's mostly musicians mm-hmm. and sometimes wrestlers right like, okay cool yeah. yeah yeah I love it I think it's great dude even recently um Tony was because we, Tony and I were talking about this, and he was like, you know, it's funny when I Googled you guys the other day, because you had mentioned that you wanted to bring that up on the show. Uh-huh. Uh, this is Tony, Windowpane's guitarist, and then his wife, Sabelle. And he said that uh, Sam, she goes by Sam sometimes, but um, Sabelle walked over, looked over his shoulder, and read that description and went, that's not cool. <laughs> and so we're rehearsing, he's like, hey, man, by the way. And I'm like, hey, I actually finally brought it up on the show. And he's like, yeah, because you know, Sam was literally like straight poker face, like, 
That's not like, cool. Do I need to choke a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, sweet. There it is. Yeah, very exciting. So mm-hmm. uh, I just wanted to throw that out to you, and thank you for uh, facilitating all that. I don't know if I... I think our listeners facilitated it. Well, I mean, okay, you... you I was you, the catalyst the, for change. You were the curator. Well, you know, it's one of those <laughs> things where we're in here talking about addiction, or friends going through hard times, or poverty, and then we laugh and tell funny stories, too, but... I, every time I Googled the Migscast, it was like, you know, all the members of these show are basically morons and retards. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I, I don't know if that fits. And now it's just two <laughs> of the three. Yeah, yeah, it's right. It's right. I mean, it's all just focused on me now. You know, if you click see more, there's far more information on what a mud flap I am. Yeah. See more what? Yeah, that's right. But. <laughs> What's going on in your world, Glenn? How's the week been? Ah, uh, brutal, actually. Um, oh, no. Nice. no, no, no. But I mean, it's 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 life. It's pace of life. But uh, just with my my day job, which I, I run sound and, and do like PA deliveries and stuff for a sound company, I've had a lot of really, really, really early mornings, a crazy amount of them. And then I still have rehearsals and stuff at night. So it's just been a blur where I don't know what day of the week it is, or because I was up at five and then got off at three and then slept for two hours and then went to rehearsal. So I think that the morning was yesterday and yeah. I can't keep track of what the hell's going on. Then I get back home from rehearsal by 11 or so, maybe midnight, and then I'm asleep by one. Then the alarm goes off a quarter after four. And I'm Plus doing, that nap in the middle of the day when oh, you wake man. up and it's dark. Really can that mess yeah. with your head. I'm, I'm just spotting. Yeah. I mean, even this morning, man, I looked in the mirror and I, I didn't shave, and it, it looked like someone had maced me. My eyes were just pouring out of my head, and you know, like I'm a movie freak, so I kept picturing two specific scenes from films. They were just echoing through my head, even on my way to Starbucks to try and get coffee, so I wouldn't crash my car getting here. But have you seen 48 Hours when the shooting starts upstairs, and Nick Nolte turns to the little girl behind the counter and goes, <laughs> "Call for help now!" I kept picturing that, and then in Platoon when they're on like their first patrol. And the heavy set guy that ends up getting killed on the first patrol, they're making him march up the hill, and you hear him go under his breath, I'm so tired. <laughs> I kept picturing those two scenes. Well, Call just, for help now. I'm, I'm so, so tired. tired. <laughs> and I'm like standing there brushing my teeth, like, you know, man, I, I literally pulled these are like my Nikes to run around the house in. They're, you know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't even have the energy to put my boots on. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> you know, and then I'm in traffic, like, I'm going to kill someone. This morning's the morning. Like, how did you end up? You know, going north in the southbound lane. I don't know, man. I blinked for a minute, and I was doing 70 on the other side of the freeway. I, <laughs> it was the one that was actually not full of traffic. So yeah, thank, thank God. Days. Everything was cool till I hit you, officer. I, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else was dodging so, no, just no, no, fine. No, I, I'm good. Life is good. Um, just the past couple of weeks have been really you know, mentally and physically abusive, but, um, you know, uh, we Please did... don't tell me you're one step closer to the edge, though. Oh, I'm about to break! <laughs> did you guys hear that show? I, I, we, I, we could no, help. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We have to listen to that song again. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good, man. Um, actually, uh, let's see. So the, the video for Underfoot dropped, I think, last week, or was that the week yeah. before? I can't remember. It was last Tuesday. Last Tuesday. How's it going? How- uh, going great. We're starting the big YouTube push now. That's when we'll really see the numbers jump. But um, you know, So if anyone who hasn't watched or even if you have, watch it like five or six more times so you can build yeah. the numbers up. Yeah, and, and, that and, and that's coming. I mean, basically, we generally will do a social media push, and it's been great. All the fans have shared the hell out of it. I mean, 50 shares, 30 shares, 26 shares, all that's these nice. shares. And then once we get that social media steamroller kind of rolled as far as it can, then we'll go into straight up YouTube promotion, and that's when the numbers will really start to climb. So mm-hmm. the video is getting great traction. Um, Tony and I go into London Bridge uh, with Jonathan Plum 
What day of the week is it? Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. Thursday. I'm not kidding. <laughs> um, Thursday morning to go in and finish tracking um, Sonic Reducer. Oh, you guys are going to do it? We're going to do it, wow. man. Um, really? That was actually when we recut the Beat Mig songs. Steve had said, man, this is so good. You guys should do it with the real lyrics and release it. Right, because, I mean, the Beat Mig song is fun, but. I mean, the, the, the well, what you guys recorded at London Bridge Studio is such a phenomenal take. Yeah, it, 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 it's sitting there. That was the thing is, man, it's sitting there. It just needs different vocals on it. It's done. We Do don't, you need me to come back and... If you want to come hang out Thursday, we're going to be in there at <laughs> you 11. You sing. No, no dude. Hang out. You want to chill out with us and, you know, maybe get some water? We'll, we'll and, uh, still set up Mike's face-to-face. Okay, you know, grab maybe. some pizza. Yeah. But my take wouldn't be recorded. It, it would be a phantom yeah. take. We'll do what Wyatt did with my vocals on... Uh, uh, the, uh, I'm off, tired. The, off the wagon. Off, off the, the wagon. wagon. Yeah, yeah, I'm there, but I'm very subtle and in the background. Right. And I'll I, be I'm what I call subtle. ear candy. So right. if you want to come up and be ear candy, I'd kind of be into that. It's the dog track. <laughs> that, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Only dogs can hear. Only Lulu can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> that's because I have to sing it every time. You need. But yeah, Dude, it, that's it's, awesome. it's sitting there and it's done. Oh, I'm so pumped. You know, I love like, what you got. I love the recording. Yeah. Of it the came out. It came out great, and it's one of those things like we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna our good friend and producer Brett Elias and who we love and work with kind of religiously. We're not going to send it over to him and have him. We're not going to get it mastered or anything. It's just what, what Jonathan captured is great. And what Jonathan had a great mix. So I'm just going to go in and sing on it. And we're going to release it as a free fan download. Nice. It'll be out there for anyone who wants it absolutely for free just to pull down. Oh, so. we got a we got a world premiere oh, on the mix. Yeah. I'm in. I'm totally in. Yeah, yeah man. So I'm going to I'm going to sing it. And Tony wants to recut his solo. So we'll be up there for a few Good. hours I was hoping Thursday he would. morning. They were really. No, I'm kidding. I they were actually <laughs> killer. I thought, I thought he shredded on it. But he, he did this completely reckless, just abandoned, just wah. And then everyone in the room went, dude. And he went, okay. And walked away from it. Then he listened on the back end and went, no, 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 no. So he's going to go in and That's like, kind of cool, though. At least there's a different version. Oh, know, then, yeah. Then we got that yeah. version for the Beat Mig song, and then you'll have yeah. what makes him happy. And I know, John, I mean, the way it's mixed, even Jonathan put the voices way out front yeah. because it is sort of a jingle kind of thing. But, I mean, the raw tones he captured, Jonathan did such a great job. It's it's all there. Is Sonic Reducer a Pearl Jam original? No, I'm Dead Boys. My... Oh, Dead okay, Boys. Okay, okay. Yeah. Pearl Jam covered for, the, I believe it was the second of their annual Christmas. Christmas singles. I yeah. Wow, okay. I don't know where they are. I, f- I feel like I might have lost them in the move, which really upsets me because I lost a few really cool vinyl that I think I oh, might have accidentally man. lost when I got rid of other stuff, and they might have been like in the middle of it all because yeah. it was just such a whirlwind of just trying to get out of the old house and get into the new house. But I have like the the very first one, which was Let Me wow. Sleep, It's Christmas Time, and then I think the next year it was Sonic Reducer, which was the first time I ever even heard the song, and that's what made me fall in love with the song, and then I found out, oh, the Dead Boys really wrote and performed that song. Yeah. And... I'm really excited. Yeah, it came out so great. I mean, Jonathan did such a great job, and it's so raw and has yep. such a great energy the drums to it. Are so great on, and it. literally, it, yeah. it was it was Steve's idea. He was like, "Man, this came out so good. You guys should release it." So, and we're only going to be up there for an hour or so. I mean, literally, Tony's going to recut his solos. I'm going to sing it once or twice, and then we'll let Jonathan work his magic, put together a cool mix. And is it going to be hard for you not to sing the beat mate lines? <laughs> uh, it's it's funny, man. Like I'm probably going to sing. I've been thinking about that. No kidding. Yeah. Um, and I'm probably going to sing most of it in kind of a higher register. I'm going to go after it in a pretty aggressive Tap way, that I think. Bitch. Well, I could sing it low with the melodies that Ed honors in Pearl Jam's cover of The Dead Boys, but I think because Windowpane tunes lower, it might lend itself to me singing most of it in more of a high register. So it'll be more of a 
you know, a pissed off Chris Cornell going after it. Nice. You know, Not minus bad. the the career and the talent. Um, <laughs> but you still have the same wonderful hair. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know. <laughs> oh, man. I'm excited to hear that. That's, so that's that's Thursday. So how then, soon until from recording it to having it done? Do you think I got? A, I mean, Jonathan really nailed it. So I got a feeling, you know, he'll put together a mix for us there on the spot. We'll walk out with it finished. Like I said, we're not going to mastering. We're not going to do any of that. Literally, like I said, what Jonathan captured and it came out so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, the hell with it. I'm going to sing on it. Tony's going to recut his solos and probably shortly thereafter, um, like January, we gave everyone the underfoot video. February, we're going to give them this free. Oh. Free fan, fan download because right now Window Pane has a lot of really exciting stuff going on, but it's all behind the curtain business stuff that will lead to things that are going to be taking shape in the summer and then hopefully, really, especially in the fall. In so, March, you'll have the action figures that, uh, yeah, good god, yeah, <laughs> the full line. Gonna make, yeah, the full line. Yep. Hey, if you want to do the whole band, man, I'm sure their heads would explode. <laughs> I just got a Facebook stock. <laughs> That's fine, go for it, man. <laughs> Who is this guy adding? No, no, just do it. Just, just accept his friendship if you want a doll. Yeah, you accept have to. This Don't be foolish. This is the coolest thing. Like, honestly, my wife's head's going to explode. I can't wait to put it on social media. I guarantee yeah. it. But I keep thinking about my mom and dad. Right? Like, I, I made it, Ma! Hey, Mom. I got an action figure. I got an action figure. <laughs> I mean, they're just going to be like, what? You know? And the, the packaging's killer. You got the photo of me playing guitar off to the side. Yep. and you got the MixCast logo behind it. Yeah, dude, it's killer. It's just great. I, See, I, I, made, I made Rev one that looked like your guys's, but the pack... It, the guy was too big; he wouldn't fit in the package. Oh, is that why it's a little bit? Uh, yeah, that's it, why it's like it doesn't look like the other two. Rev's fun. always had that problem. Yeah, yeah. my little too big; you can't fit in the package. Like, that's like, been our what? issue with the Rev. It's just he makes us look so small. <laughs> you, you can't you can't get him all the way in the box. You just got to spin on it and push, man. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh you don't have to bleep that, do you? You don't have to bleep no, that, no, do you? No, no, it's fine. Rev, how are things going in your world, man? Um, you know, besides the current state of the world uh, going oh. all right. So, I mean, beyond that like everything's been pretty chill i have a question when it comes and i'm not we're not obviously going to go into like some super uber uh, political thing uh-huh. where can someone find just news you know what i mean <laughs> like uh... it, the more i go the more i go anywhere it's so infuriating i'll go to cnn and i'll be like well now i get it and then i'll read something i'll snopes it and i'm like well that's not necessarily true like i'm not one that just wants to completely crap on donald trump and crap on this whole thing that's going on and i definitely have some moral issues with what's going on but i also don't want to like go into this like completely being brainwashed by one side because it's so easy to read Either extreme I don't think that exists anymore. I, man. I know it's getting a little bit more. I but, mean, honestly, I would say I if you the, want real American news, I would maybe say try BBC. News I know, isn't that great? Because it's unbiased. Yeah, that's I, been the one I go to the it's most. Unbiased. We man. we we watch uh, a bit of BBC news every once in a while, but also um, because I don't have cable, we've just got the uh, uh, the 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 basic channels. One of the channels we have is the NHK, I think, mm-hmm. which is like uh, uh, the Asian channels, but they do. Um, uh, uh, English uh, news. So and what we're so saying is we need foreigners to give us news. Yeah, that and doing that I, I or doing like checking it, out Al yeah. Jazeera no, and right, stuff Al like that. Al Jazeera is another good one. Mm-hmm. Just to get an outside view of it that has no political so gonna say one way or yeah. another. Because there used to be a Twitter feed that I, I used a lot of times and it was a news site that recently just got shut down because yeah. of funding. They couldn't afford to continue. It was like Real a, news? We ain't got no money for that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Honest, non-biased news? Non-partisan news? No. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I think the crappiest part about all of it is that I love Twitter. I love Twitter so much, but 
all of my feed now is just yeah. all of it, and it sucks. Like I'm following like the 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 dog rates where they post a picture of a dog, and they're like, you know, ten out of twelve, cute dog ever, cutest oh, dog cute ever. Emergency is the best. Yeah, Twitter page ever. They have their just own stuff that is doing it as well. Oh so, no! Yeah, oh, wow. and it's. I, I understand because this is a really, really weird time to be at, but there's just sometimes where I wish I could just be like not having to deal with all of it. And I mean, we talked about it last week. It sucks that, you know, like we're in a position of privilege that we can be like, oh, I don't want to listen to it and deal with it. But I kind of do, you, you know, know like, it's just like, like when Glenn was saying last week, keep your head down, do your own thing. I, I, I'm really at the, I call it the scroll past. Um, yeah. And some of the stuff I'm like, oh, that looks interesting, but I don't dare click the link. I'm oh. just like, no, just scroll past, scroll past. Oh, here's yeah. a girl who had a birthday. Well, happy birthday. Cool. I just can't take the, it's a pummeling on both. It's it's a hot mess. Mm-hmm. It's a pummeling yeah. from all angles. And I just, I, I. Sure, do I want things? I want yeah. things to be different, absolutely. But I've, I'm sick of hearing the regurgitated regurgitations well, of the regurgitation. I've been eating a lot more pizza lately and going out and talking with other That's people just to know. Pizza is the answer. Pizza is the answer. Aaron was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, no, it's funny because yesterday, man, I just could not like focus on the show. I mean, I felt like I was just contributing nothing. Like everything I would say just was like, I just like, I, I can't even think clearly. I can't be focused. And it was because. Every chance that I had when we were not on the air, even leading up to usually leading up to the show, I just try and get in the right mindset of to have fun. Let's let's make sure that listen to some music, do whatever it makes makes me happy. So that way, when the mics are turned on at six a.m., things are great. Up until six a.m., I'm on like every single news site from the extreme right to the extreme left, just trying to make sense of what the hell. Like, am I missing something? Am I like completely like are we are we banning people that have not committed any crimes? But not banning people who have committed crimes. Oh, man, I saw because thing, they have man. towers that are had the Trump name on. I, I it was like, the, uh, what's true and what's not true? And there's so well, many people out there that have such extreme opinions one end, and then other people have such extreme opinions on the other end. And it just blows my mind that we all are human beings that just don't have the same. That can't come to a final like happy medium. You know what I mean? It's well, just, I, I, it's I, I so keep wondering if this is head. the moment when the levy eventually breaks in this country. And like I, I think I'd said when Aaron was here, I think generation generationally it's going to smooth itself out. But we're at that breaking point culturally, where the thoughts of the new are clashing mm-hmm. tremendously with the thoughts of the old, and the thoughts and desires of the working class and underprivileged are clashing dramatically yeah. with the wealthy and overprivileged. And it's at a boiling point. It's at a breaking point. That's why when I look at most of these news things, it's the equivalent of watching a, a grenade go off. It's always just an explosion of blah! And I'm like, this is eventually going to iron itself out, even if it takes 90 years, but I just can't. I think the last thing I saw, I believe it was, was it the governor of Washington talking about the atrocities at SeaTac Airport, how people yeah. were now being mm-hmm. stuck. I watched a bit of that and was like, God, I didn't want to hear that. I don't even want to hear it. It's just like, man, and I had to check out and go, here's a picture of a birthday cake. You know, and it's, anything. And it's, right. but Puppies. Yeah. yeah. And the, and the hardest thing about Born. it is just like you were saying, Steve, it's like, I don't know what information is was right and with all the fake news coming in and out. And then at that point... I don't like being uninformed, especially when I'm right. looking at all of this stuff and getting all of this I'm information. Not getting anything out of and it. it's and it's like, well, 
I don't know if this is real now or not, or what is. And I just read on friggin' Cairo that apparently our entire existence is a hologram or something like Which that. Which I, I believe that more than anything right now. And so I don't even know what's going <laughs> on anymore. I've seen Steve dodge bullets, so I'm just throwing that I am out the Matrix. There. We are. Take both the blue and the red pill. That's right, man. Just yeah. lick, lick my hand. Oh, man. and <laughs> crack the capsules lick open, and you want to put that powder on a mirror and snort, snort it, it, or maybe just smoke it off some foil. It'll hit you a lot harder than you. Dude, it's like I, I always wonder, like, how can anyone that is so extremely believes that what they are saying and what they are reading is right? There's somebody on the other end that has the exact same opinion, and that's what's scary to me. And I just read something that really kind of, I wish I, I'm paraphrasing, but there's somebody that's like in, been in the world of politics, and they say that this is usually a tactic that is done because something else is going on, mm-hmm. and this is a distraction. Oh, have you seen the- And um, that's when I'm like, oh, well, what else is going on that we don't know? That this is our distraction. It's fascinating. It's a former- there's KGB and then there's a th- something above KGB and I forget the name of that. But this is a retired guy that was hey, talking GB. about the Soviet plan. Hey, hey, uh, the Soviet plan to destabilize America, and he starts dealing uh, detailing how to destabilize a nation. And you, if you listen to this interview, and it's short, it's been edited down to about five minutes. It's mind blowing because everything this guy is saying is happening right now. And like it's, it's even not, stuff yeah. to where he's like, you know, you want to get people to the point where even if you show them documented factual truths, they will simply say, I don't believe you, even mm-hmm. though you're showing them the paperwork and the it, it, demoralization, destabilization. It's this whole thing. Uh, Tony found it. it was like, dude, you, you want to see something neat? And I'm like, sure, bro. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you want to see something neat? Oh, it's all man, well, Tony's very vested in this. And it was one of these things. He and I had a conversation. I was like, brother, I, I get that you're heart and soul passionate about this. In fact, I have a deep respect for that. But my thing is you're getting to a point where you're losing sleep. You're yeah. losing. And he was, man. And I no, respect I've, I've seen Tony's pay, posts. And I, and dude, I, I think oh, what he, he's saying he's is very admirable and He's careful about what he says. He's smart, smart about what he says. He's smart about what he says. I mean, he's a sharp guy. But it was impossible. He was losing sleep. He was so stressed and upset. And my thing was, brother, I get it. And man, do I respect it. I really do. But you're damaging your own quality of life, losing sleep over things that sadly right now you're not in a position to change. So try and focus on, you know, and I don't know if those words helped him or not, but, you know, because he had gotten to a point where he was pretty spun. And and I'm not saying he was wrong. I mean, I'm saying I totally get why my brother mm-hmm. was losing his mind and i kind of hipped him to the i'm not saying i'm right in fact i'm part of the problem i'm the apathetic i'll keep my head down and just yeah. leave me alone american um but maybe a little more of that because he was he was losing sleep he was that stressed and upset about everything we're talking about and, dude that's how i felt yesterday like yeah. i just i could i just and it's want, understandable i just want to make sense of this i want to be able to have an opinion that i feel has been fully researched but there, it's impossible to I fully research anything we'll right now we'll all be able to make sense of it 25 years from now when we can look back and go oh, Oh my God! Yeah, that was that. Yeah, well, dude, it'll be that was before the media finally (laughs) collapsed in (laughs) under its own weight. That was before biased media was finally collapsed under its own weight. That was before. You know what I mean? I think we're at that that precipice. Like when we still the, lived above ground. The oh, pretty much, man. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's crazy time, man. So, it's just, it, it is, it's, and it's like I don't want to. I don't have any hatred towards someone who believes one end or the other. I'm not unfriending people. I'm not. That I'm in guy. the same boat. I, I really, I, I, I think it's fine to have healthy discussions, and I, I it pains me whenever like. 
I know if we had this conversation right now on the radio, all I think about is the text line. Oh gosh, oh, yeah. It's That's like, why we don't. God. Right, and it's like you can't, you can't even like say I'm confused without both sides. How can you be confused? You. What are you stupid? How can right. you be confused? I'm this like, is what America libertard. needs. Right, oh, and I'm like, you're saying, oh right, weirdo. What, what you're saying right now, somebody <laughs> that has the exact opposite opinion of you is saying the same thing. Do you not think that is weird? Like, does anyone not think that there's like no happy medium? Like, I find that to be the most troubling part. What you're witnessing, that's what I'm saying, I, I really think what you're witnessing is an explosion. It is. You're right. Um, you're absolutely and I right. think years from now, the dust will settle and we'll all be able to see with a little more perspective what's going on right now. But right now, it's like trying to look at an explosion and identify pieces of shrapnel. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have, like, friends it's out of are, control. It's just out of control, man. I have, like, and I try not to read their posts anymore, Like, but I have friends that have actual, like, conversations like we're having that are very conservative and they share stuff about why they feel this way and I'm like you know I don't necessarily agree with that but I see where you're coming from same side of very liberal don't always see eye to eye with that but I totally get what you're saying I'm like why can't we man the social media I feel like is really like the root of all this implosion because it's giving everybody a chance to just spout their well, opinion with no repercussions and also no chance to, and be mm-hmm. willing to hear another person's opinion because it's just words and I've been I mean? and I've been thinking a lot about this because we are in the quote-unquote information age but it's moving disinformation to, it's moving to disinformation <laughs> but now it's even moving into like an emotional age where hundred oh, percent everybody just has like you said that knee-jerk reaction and it doesn't matter because I mean there's no uh, there's no anonymous to the internet as much as you wish there were like people have found somebody who made some asinine comment behind their little twitter egg profile that they had just made and someone's like oh no you're here 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 and here and you live here and you work here Mm -hmm. like you can be found out if you're on the internet really easily uh, to the people who really want to do that and it's just it's scary like every aspect of this is scary my <laughs> hope just turning everything on and its I, head. I know this is a very altruistic hope my hope is that people could walk into a conversation and be willing to walk away with a new opinion about something oh that would be incredible because that's, that's how, be. I mean I don't think we're there yet I know man and I'm not trying to be like I'm great but I am but I mean <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your action no, figure brother you're, you're looking glorious. good Yes, I, I, I'm the champion. I, I mean, the champ. I mean, he's I'm got the, the belt. He's got the belt. I'm the face that runs this place. We're gonna have to TLC <laughs> this bitch. I'm the champ that runs the camp. That's nice. right. No, but I mean, I think about my life in general from when I was a teenager to now. Like, my opinion has changed so much about so many things. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even imagine what it would be like to be like hell bent on just having one. Like. I mean, just from like the most ridiculous stuff that I, I used to hate cats. Now I'm like, all right, cats are okay. Yeah. Because I have a lot of friends. Cats that are awesome, Follow man. Dan and Carl. And then to the <laughs> other end of, I never understood, like, how could somebody want to change sex? Like, how could they want, you know, like when I was younger. Now I get it. And I can, like, because I know people that have done it. And it's like, I'm willing to, not, it's not like me being better or anything, but I'm willing to hear somebody's opinion and be like, that's a solid point. I shouldn't really be so closed-minded to just I- ignore that opinion, which is what I think people are doing all well, the time right now. If you want to go at a core thing, I mean, per the Constitution, we are all supposedly guaranteed life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And that was written a long time ago, man. Yeah, before um, the internet. Long time ago, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> <Just a little. laughs> the internet was some poor, tired, hungry kid on a horse. Start yeah. riding, boy. You gotta yeah. get to Hagerstown. Oh, man, this I, sucks. I, I, I thought that's There's saying, bandits on the road. You I know? thought that was a Facebook poll that got us to the conclusion of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which ones do we seriously. select for this? Right. Um, 
and and the, the the concept, as I understood it or understand it, is as long as what I'm doing isn't messing with what you're doing. In other words, as long as anything I'm doing isn't robbing you of your right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, then that's the end of the discussion. Mm-hmm. So if I want to dye my head orange and get a gender change operation and drive you know the Bigfoot monster truck around, I should be able to do that. Um, as long as it's not messing with anyone else. That's supposed to be the deal. And it's fascinating to me how much we've lost sight of sort of some of the things. And everything's imperfect. People, oh, the guy, rich landowners wrote that document. Oh, come on, man. It's never been a perfect world. It's probably never going to be a perfect world. But I think we've lost sight of some of the founding principles of this nation. We've lost sight of what the real goal was. And those were imperfect men and imperfect times. And here we are, imperfect men and women and imperfect times. But it was supposed to be about, hey, can everybody be cool? Because we can all be cool here. No religion. Oh, let's separate church and state. That's smart. That's caused a lot of troubles. Let's keep religion out of our governing bodies. Mm. A lot of these things, where'd we lose track of what was pretty simple? And it was put forth by some pretty sharp guys. Um, who had the foresight to say, and these are cats that even said it's your responsibility as a citizen to revolt against the government if you feel the government. In other words, being a patriot would mean taking down your government if you felt your government wasn't doing what was best for your nation. Yeah, that was the literal basis of you the say that of the now. US. You go ahead and you be like, man, I, you know, I don't know, man. I think we should march on the White House. I think we should take them. We should remove these men from power. Let's say you're saying that. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, you'd be lynched. Or, but America, hey, oh, hi, uh, Secret Service. Thanks for visiting yeah, right? my house. America yeah. was founded on the principle that it uh-huh. is your right. It is your not your right, your rather your responsibility yeah. to affect change when it's most needed. We would be, you know what I mean? And, and this is for, so wow, things, we've really lost sight of how some of the founding principles. The other thing I would say, and, and a lot of what's going on right now, I would say with the the right I, I don't know how better to put that. And boy, it's all so touchy. But I think the issue, even with some of the things that Trump wants to do, is it's a broad solution to a specific problem. You know, oh, we're going to ban Muslims. Whoa, that doesn't make any sense, man. You've got Muslims that have been in this country for generations. You've mm-hmm. got Muslim soldiers fighting in Afghanistan. You've got, you can't, that's a very broad Solution that's so generalized that's completely ineffective. You got a specific problem. I mean, you, you know what I mean? Uh, do you guys remember when abortion clinics were getting bombed and mm-hmm. stuff like that? And we weren't Sadly, talking about was... banning Catholics, and they were blowing people up for having different and, beliefs. And that wasn't more than twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't yeah. more than twenty years ago. And it was happening in crazy. this country, and no one was saying we got to do something about these Catholics. They're blowing up abortion clinics because they don't agree with the beliefs of these people. Well, if you flip that coin, you've got a sect of people that, and I don't think it's, everyone says, they hate our freedom. Well, you know, man, people tend to forget that the American CIA armed and trained the Taliban to defeat the Soviet Union in Afghanistan in Mm the 1980s. We taught those dudes, and then we bailed on them, and it pissed them off. I mean, you can find this information. No one wants to find the information. They hate our freedom. No, they don't. Well, even like you They're said, pissed off. Even like you said, even if you put the information in front of a lot of people, it's not going to change they their dogma. They refuse to they believe it. Just yeah. do not. Yeah. They the don't un- want to see unwillingness that. to change your viewpoint. Well, Absolutely. and that's really, when you talk about the demoralization and and 
the destabilization of a nation, that's one of the primary steps and focuses, is to get the people to a point where even when they're presented fact, they will mm-hmm. refuse to believe it. And right now, there's a lot of that going on in this country. And I'm still not saying that anyone is wrong. Um, it's kind of like I'm pointing at the sky going, it's blue. And there's going to be someone be like, dude, it's nighttime. It's kind of a dark blue. You know what I mean? I'm not saying anyone is wrong. I'm not taking a side. I'm just saying these... But if they keep telling me that, I'm unfollowing them on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I don't even do that. I just, just I think you cannot apply, yeah. we got to build a wall between America and Mexico. Okay, well, that's a very broad solution to a very specific problem. And let's, let's talk about that problem specifically and rationally. I mean, most of the people that come up here from Mexico, and we're talking about, say, illegal immigrants, if you want to go that far, I'm sorry to say, are taking a lot of the jobs that Americans don't want. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wash dishes. I watch Kim Kardashian on TV. She ain't washing no dishes. I want three cars and seven TVs. They don't want to wash dishes. Most of the illegals that I've met are the hardest working, coolest, grounded people, and all they wanted was a chance mm-hmm. to come up here and make a life for themselves and their family. Because the, the life that we think is beneath us is a life that's better than what they were having. Oh, where they dude, were. And, you know the, the the opportunity and I say that beneath us as like just a vague yeah the the, the opportunity yeah. isn't there in places in. Mexico like it is here in the States. Mm -hmm. And what I was going to say was, so here's a person that comes up here and works three jobs to support themselves and their family. Um, Aren't those the Americans we want? Aren't those the Americans we want who believe this is a land of hope, freedom, and opportunity? Let me get this straight. My grandfather came here from Italy. You came here so you could work your nuts off to support the people you love and be a part of a system. My family from Germany. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. My family's uh, British, Irish, Czech. Yeah. Um, We're all immigrants too. Um, But I'm, I'm saying. You know, while you're eliminating jobs for Americans, okay, that's probably not wrong, but to what degree? Let's really examine the fact that most Americans feel those jobs are beneath them. I am not going to work on a road crew. I'm better than that. I've got four years college education that I can't pay for because it cost me $80,000 that I'll never pay back in a million years. Mm. Um Whereas some dude from Mexico City that was like, I've had this. I'm making three cents a day. I can't carry my family on this. He'll come up here and make 30 bucks an hour making working on a road crew and be happy as a clam. Aren't those the people we want here, man? But uh, that's what I'm saying. It's a broad solution to a specific problem. And that's with a lot of Trump's policies. I get where he's coming from. I think some of those places he's trying to come from a place of good, but it's such a broad solution. That it's completely ineffective, and I think that's why the people on the other side of the argument are losing their minds. But even on that side, they're not being astute enough to say, okay, I get what you're going for, but man, terrible approach. They're just going, right. demon, evil, right. you can't do Protest. that. And, and good, scream, let your voice be heard, but instead of saying, you know, hate, 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 say, I get what you're after, but that's not going to work. Let's look at this from a way that it could be more gener- not so goddamn generalized and effective. Mm-hmm. We're going to ban Muslims. Yeah. That's not effective. That's not that's not a practical approach to a real problem. And and that's that's what I'm really seeing. And that's again why I'm stepping back and trying to keep my head down about this whole thing because it is a hot mess. A, yeah. You know, even so you you agree with Trump? I'm like mm. I get where he's coming from. The approach is all wrong, but in a democratic society, shouldn't we work as a democracy to find an approach that works? Knowing what a person's doing is not agreeing with what they're doing. Yeah. Or helping them find a better way to do it. Like, okay, you want to create more jobs for Americans. Well, (laughs) 
I don't think building a wall is going to solve that problem, bro. Um, let's. There's got to be a better way. Well, then I'll eliminate all these trade agreements. Whoa. Good God. Okay, you might have the wrong idea, but do you know how much disruption that's going to cause? Do you know how much damage that's going to cause? What about the fallout? So, you got a lot of people that just don't have their eyes all the way open. That's yeah. what I'm seeing. Is, I, yeah, a little, I think a little communication would go a long way. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we got to talk a little bit about uh, that, though. I mean, because it's, it's, it gets it's a just, lot of well, I'm going to be beaten I mean. to death in the streets for that rant. I'm going <laughs> to no, walk out of here. They're going to kill me with my action figure in my hand. People, people, <laughs> you, know, you, you put up your action well, figure you and say, action step figure. back. Dude, Democrats like and Republicans are gathering outside the building would you to, like to hang me. Would you like to borrow my championship belt? Would that help? <laughs> They're going to use the belt to hang me. Oh, that's a good point. Both sides. Both sides. If someone is actually legit angered about whatever you say, I think that's someone that needs to look internally and say, that you're the person we're talking about. If you're not willing to listen, then you don't need to agree. You don't. But if you're not the if you're the person that's just going to knee jerk curse, yell, I'm done. F that guy. I lost respect for this person. That's that's well, that is to me at the core the biggest issue right now is because we're just so we're just so hell bent on keeping our blinders on whatever your opinion is. I, I feel that everything I said was fairly neutral. Yeah, was but I, you know, was, I, was it fairly neutral? And, 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 in the eyes of an extremist on either end, there it was. Go, yeah. And what and scares me is that part. even though I was being so careful to be respectful and neutral, I'm still worried that I just really pissed someone off. But you guys are my barometer at this no, point. That was all very neutral, bro, right? I always think you I know? didn't say anything that was offensive until I see a text message and it's like, <laughs> how come you always make fun of Trump? You know, I'm like, I make fun of whoever I think is doing something stupid. I I even preface it by saying, all politics aside, you have to admit that this is funny, that he just gave a speech and he quoted Bane, Bane. from Batman. Like, <laughs> that, to me, that to me is hilarious. <laughs> like, I don't care what his opinion is pol- pol- politics-wise. Put that aside for a second. That's You're, funny. Thank you. Yeah, that's but funny. But in the eyes of an extremist on either end. Well, Sean like, called him President Cheeto, and I cracked up, man. He's like, oh, President Cheeto? <laughs> no, and I now someone's going to be mad because they like now Cheetos and they don't like mad. Trump. Yeah, dude. No, or, or, you know, right? yeah, it's, yeah. It's like, dude, you know, everyone may... I can't think of a single president, good or bad, that hasn't had crosshairs on him. It's part of the gig. Yeah. Dude, since I've been a kid, from Jimmy Carter getting made fun of because he was a... He loved to eat peanuts to Ronald Reagan <laughs> and all the impressions that he got. To, oh, yeah, I know, man. To, I mean, the Bushes, of course, to Obama, of yeah, course. I mean, it's like Bush. it always happens. But until it's like everything's funny until it makes until it, it's personal to you. You know right. what I mean? Like, like I can make when all fun this of, has become way too Personal. Emotional. Yeah. yeah. And I, I it's say, all about emotion. You hit the nail man. on the head, Rev, when you said social media. I mean, that's I think that's a big part of it is everyone has a voice, but no one has the common sense enough not to be so re- damn reactionary. And mm-hmm. it's real easy to spill your guts on social media when you don't have to look someone in the eye. That's why I post pictures of cats and my action figure. Uh, Dude, like, yeah, that's yeah. what I do. That's right, man. <laughs> well, here we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've never posted a political opinion on anything no. ever. I avoid it heavily. All, all of my social media on both my personal and my work stuff. Is all either bands I'm digging, music I'm digging, pictures that I took with taken with like wrestlers or celebrities, <laughs> or, I'm tweeting or, at midnight, uh, stupid puns. I remember putting up a That's Seahawks. Or, I mean, or videos of my dog trying to wear boots. <laughs> oh, amazing. dude, I listened that to that. So I listened to that the other morning. Oh, did you see the video yet? And I have not seen the video. All right, I'm gonna play it for you, and, and I'll, I'll keep the audio up because it, it truly is. BJ gave you a pretty rough ride about that. Oh, it's shocking. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Anything and, involving and, the dog involved. So 
I bought Lulu some boots because we like taking her on walks, but when it's wet out, my <laughs> wife would prefer that we don't take her on a walk because it just makes her legs completely wet and stinky. Do you and do the towel have, just inside? Like my, my, yeah. my good friend Brett, his... Him and Tanya, they have dogs, and they have, you know, the dogs are the family, and they're yeah. amazing animals, and Brett and Tanya are just, like, amazing, gracious, loving pet owners. It's, I wish I was one of their dogs. It's really a cool thing up there, man. I'm not even kidding. Um, but just inside the door, there's always the towels, and the pups are trained. They come in, they hang out. Wipe Dad in, wipes man. down the feet and the legs. Yeah. So, um, we got the, 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 the boots. And she's not feeling it. Like, we put the boots on, she kicks well, them off. It's because the little sensor pads can't feel the pavement. Yeah. She probably feels like she's in zero gravity, man. Right. It's such a weird... So it's like some kind of a puppy dog. psyop you're pulling over there. First dude. time we did it, we kicked, she kicked the boots off. We laughed. I put a video up. This time, we're like, let's take her on a walk. Maybe she'll be so happy to go on a walk, she won't even pay attention to the fact that the boots are on her feet. So, of course, I got to pull out my phone and film it and set it to the music of Brent Omaker in the rodeos. <laughs> I put my boots on. And so this... this oh, are you ready? Pink boots too. Oh man, <laughs> she's just not walking. She's just watch I'm, her try and walk. <laughs> oh, dude. It's on my Twitter. <laughs> oh, dude! Here comes the best part. I can't imagine these sell well. Such a good song. The video is incredible. It's the greatest video I've ever created. I, I, I'm with, dude. I put my boots on one foot at a time like you. You've heard the thing about, and I, th- I think my father may have even done it to one of my cats <laughs> back in the day, but if you put plastic bags with little ponytail holders or rubber bands yeah. on all of a cat's feet yeah. and then put the cat back down... It'll shoot eight feet up in the air. It doesn't know what to it do with it. It just bounces and bounces. And try that with yeah, Carl. Try yeah. that with Carl. It's because the, the, little, the little sensor pads are not receiving any data. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And that's what I call those. I don't know what the real that's name a, for those is. It's a I good description. Yeah, I call them sensor pads, about, yeah. man. You know, my wife will laugh like, I'm stroking Muppet sensor pad. And I'll have her foot, you know. <laughs> but those little sensor pads don't get any data. And the, the, the cat brain just goes, eh. Not and they just start jumping straight in the air. And Lulu walks like Frankenstein when yeah. she puts them on. Yeah, she was so not amazing. feeling it. It's because so. she wasn't getting any data, dude. No, not feeling it one bit. <laughs> but like if you were walking and you could not feel your feet contacting the ground. No, I've been on drugs where it's made me feel that way. So, I mean, you know. How'd yeah, you right? do? I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few of those. I used to call it walking on mattresses where you're so so hammered where it feels like yeah. you're walking on a mattress. Yeah. And it's a concrete sidewalk. Walking mm-hmm. on Molly. And then you find <laughs> out when you hit the pavement. Why yes. don't we do some uh, voicemails, emails, and text messages. All right, you can leave us an email at themigscast at gmail.com or voicemail slash text message. The uh, 253-271-4787. Exciting news. Google Voice just added the ability to send pictures. Really? Yeah. Ooh, nice. Yeah, so uh, that that's kind of oh, cool. Oh, so our random drunken female listeners, can you please send photos now? Because we've had that hot or not debate. Every time we hear a female voice, I'm like, is it just me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start off with an email. Uh, this comes from uh, Mitchell. And uh, Mitchell says, Glenn, windowpane absolutely kicks ass. Mm-hmm. It has quickly become one of my favorite bands. I'll definitely make it out to some shows this summer. It'll be great to meet you, too. 
I'll finally be 21, so hopefully I can buy you a drink. My Glenn would not take a drink from you. No, I'm no, no, I'll no. buy you one first, bro. <laughs> My all-time favorite band is Avenged Sevenfold. Where are your cool. thoughts on them? I love everything through Nightmare. Then they kind of lost me. Love the podcast, boys. Keep it up. I usually listen to them two or three times each. Nice. That is awesome. That's wow. rad. That's great, man. I thought when they played, uh, they played Pain, right? Yeah, yeah. At the Gorge. At the Gorge. That it was, was amazing. insane. And I love it because uh, M Shadows created a, a mobile app game that was actually really fun. It was kind of like a Diablo type game, and I had a chance to interview him for it. And so it was just, it was just a total treat. Like, he's like, oh, you're a gamer too. We're just talking about gaming and stuff, and it's always Good fun. Good for to him. Like, That's dope. Yeah. He, he just, created a game. Yeah. That's great, man. It was fun. So I love the band. Have I ever shared the, the, the church M. Shadow story with mm. someone from my church? I might have, no, and I apologize I, if I did. I'll try and keep it quick. But I don't it was, remember it. So one of the guys I go to church with, this guy, Wes, he's like an anesthesiologist or something like that. Just like, Sweet. you know. But Candy guy to know. Right. <laughs> I'm in pain all the time, bro. We should talk. But he's got, and he's an amazing singer. Like, he's got like that operatic voice. Like, he'll do like, you know, Oh, Silent Night on like when yeah. for church. So anyway, he pulls me aside. He goes, hey, check this picture out. And he shows me a picture of him and some dude. And I'm like, I have no idea who the hell this guy is. He's like, oh, you don't know this? Who this is? I'm like, is it a friend? Like, now I'm like in this weird conundrum of <laughs> who the hell is this guy? And he goes, his name's uh, Matthew from uh, Shadows from a band called Avenge Sevenfold. And I'm like, oh, man, how, why are you with M Shadows yeah, right. from Avenge Sevenfold? <laughs> he goes, oh, I was at a golf tournament in Florida. He was part of our crew, our foursome. Nice. He's like, he's telling me about his band. Wow. I had no idea who they were. So we pull him up on the golf cart. Now I'm jamming out to some song that's like, Nightmare. I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is hilarious. <laughs> and he's a good dude, this West guy. He's like a fan of The Who. It's not like he's just a fan of Christian music. He just didn't know who that guy right. was. Yeah. And he's like, but I got to tell you, man, he must have just done really well for himself in like the tech boom or something. I'm like, well, why you say that? He goes, man, he's got a nice car. He got a nice home. He's making good money. This band's very popular. <laughs> and that's I started laughing. Very I go, popular. You have no idea who Event Sevenfold are, do you? He goes, no. I mean, like, what are they? Some kind of like small band or something? I'm like, arguably the most popular metal band out right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, really? Yeah. I'm like, like They're selling out arenas globally. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they they sell out arenas. They will go on stadium tours with Metallica. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Possibly coming up soon. Um, Ooh. Like this is a big band, and he's like, "Whoa, no way!" And I just thought it was the funniest thing. And I guess M <laughs> Shadow or Matthew was like, gave him his cell numbers. The next time we come to Florida, let's get oh, together that's again. Cool. And I think Killer. he genuinely loved that this guy was just a nice guy. Yeah, had nothing to do with Ma- Matt being M Shadows. Mm-hmm. And I well, thought, I always like hearing those stories when these too. cats are super nice, just, just down to earth, so nice. Yeah, dude, I love hearing that kind like, of stuff. That's like, rad. If, like he probably would be like very nervous to give his cell phone number out to anybody that was super nice that's a big well, this cat didn't fan. even care he's no. like dude let's play some golf he's like dude you want my number he's convinced <laughs> that he's rich because of like an, uh, 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 like an <laughs> app or a website or right yeah. like he's like he thinks he's like freaking uh, Matt Cuban or Mark Cuban that's amazing so I mean I, I've never been like the biggest of Vincent. I like a lot of their albums and, and their music, but I'm not like someone that's like obsessively knows all their songs. And I, I I'm probably in the minority. I really like the album that had um oh man. The album that way they became more of like they sound like Metallica Black album. Remember that when we interviewed them, they had more of a group. Hail yeah. to the King. Oh, 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 yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that's not like the Event Sevenfold fans typically don't like that record because like the drummer is not as busy. But I really like when they just laid down a groove and it was just heavy. Yeah. And I really dug that record. I don't, I don't own any Sevenfold. Like Tony's wife's really, really into him. Hell, she's got the the custom Schecter um, Sinister Gates. 
the oh, top wow. of the line. She bought it. I mean, she plays a little, but she bought it strictly as a collector. Like that's cool. Yeah, you know, she's a big fan, and um, I've seen them live and thought it was killer. When mm-hmm. their tunes come on the radio, I'm like, nice, and I might even turn it up Same depending here. on the song. So I don't own the records, but um, I like the riffs. I do dig the guitar playing. I think that's great, and especially you know, for a while there wasn't a lot of really cool guitar playing going on out there in the world, and. Um, you know, so and and my kind of really cool guitar playing is a little more bluesy and rock and roll than that. But um, I love listening to that guy play guitar to to Gates. Yep. Um, and the harmony stuff that the I don't even know the other dude's name, but they do a lot of harmony unison stuff, and it's killer. It harkens back to what you know Reich was doing. Uh, and still does, you know. I think it's time to even harken back to like the, like the the weird musical breakdowns of like Injustice for All. I've always yeah. compared them mm-hmm. very similar. They remind me a lot of like a young punk version of Metallica. Well, that's what when um, when Metallica put out Death Magnetic, that was my thing. Like Sevenfold broke big, and then I think there were a couple other metalish bands that were really breaking big. And Tony and I laugh about it. it was and Sean as well, kind of a like it was almost Metallica one. You know. We need to remind these guys, and so they put out Death Magnetic, like, hey, well done, boys, but just so you know, like, this is <laughs> right. how you do that. That could still keep And I would, bet all, yeah, I would yeah, bet, yeah. I bet all those guys would be like, oh, dude, have you heard? I bet the guys in that band would be like, have you heard Death Magnetic? It's oh. almost like they were like, oh, people are into this again because we invented it, and here's how it's done. Right. I, I bet those guys are like, what an amazing record. Oh, yeah. So, But we kind of chuckled about that, because Metallica, you know, like the, I was never into those records for a while, and then Sean kind of turned me on to them later, but like Load and Reload, they're Great albums. Now I like them. Back then I didn't. Yeah, but yeah, like I you know, you. until it sleeps is now like I love that song. Another Hero great, of the day. I love super that super heavy rock songs. And at the yep. time I was like, where you know I, I, my. I loved Master of Puppets. That was the album for me. The Black Album was so huge. I dug that. I liked a lot of the material. And that's where I got I cut my teeth on Metallica with yeah. the Black. So yeah. Load and Reload were basically more of what I was really into. Yeah, I think it's a generational thing. It was the same with Sean in that Black Album was the one that that's got his funny. attention. Then he bought everything before and then everything since. Mm-hmm. But he loved those records. I, I have, it depends on my mood and the day of the week. Uh, I, I always go between my favorite Metallica records, either Kill 'Em All, Ride the Lightning, or Master of Puppets. Yeah. Like, those three, I mean, I love Injustice for All, I love the Black Album, I really love Hardwired to Self-Destruct. I think that is such a great new record by those guys, but I, I, I one day will just be like, oh yeah, Ride the Lightning's their best one. And yeah. then two weeks later, I'm like, Master of Puppets. <laughs> like, sonically to me, I, uh, back in the day, I always thought that Lightning came after Master because it's so much slicker. Yeah, and it's so much like glossier and glassier, and, and and so I assumed it was a later album because of the production value, because Master is so big and beefy and raw, you know. So I always thought it was Kill 'Em All, Master, Ride the Lightning, right? And it's like no, 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 Ride the Lightning came first. I'm like, no, man, listen to it, and Glenn. <laughs> Look at the dates. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, listen to it. They screwed Look up at the, the dates. years. They screwed up the yeah, years. Yeah, man. But that yeah, Master's, Master's my favorite because it was just so beefy I think and pound raw. for pound, Master great. of Puppets was when they really, like, that was when the the, the wheels were spinning imperfect. They, they were perfect. Well, like, all the members of the band the were material, just material, but sonically, yeah. that record sounds Great. Ride the Lightning and Justice are really slick, a bit thin, and there's an absence of bass. Yep. You know what I mean? Where I was going to say, there's a lot of bottom end on Master of Puppets. Masters. That's where Cliff shows up. Yeah. That's where Cliff's like, hey, can you guys leave the room while I talk to the mixer of this record? And- yeah. Oh, I've heard funny stories about uh, you know, the, the guy that mixed um, Injustice for All, and mm-hmm. apparently he had a killer mix together. was really excited. I heard that. You've yeah. heard this story, and, and Lars showed up and said, okay, here's our mix notes. This is how we want it set. And the guy's like, dude, 
And so he had to create their EQ curves, everything as indicated by Lars. And then um, they said, yeah, get the bass down to where it's almost inaudible. And then he played that back and he said, great, take it down another 5 dB. That's so And so that's that's up. the story I've heard. And I've always yeah. wanted to hear that dude's mix. Right. Because I bet it was huge. And you know that he has a copy of that. Oh, well, so you'd like to think, so right? So it's, it's the only one he listens to. Right, but like he's probably <laughs> yeah. signed a contract that's that he'll better get. than anything. Yeah, Because you know. some people have like put up on YouTube like where someone has actually re-recorded the bass lines and bumped it up. And it's pretty cool to hear. But I want to hear a remastered, remixed version Ooh, of Injustice for All where they give Jason Newstead his due. And oh, let, let, let me hear the bottom end. Well, we, we've been joking in the room lately even about this. I think a lot of the talk, just because the new Metallica album is dropping and stuff, but I was like, man, it'd be so funny if we, if Windowpane, and we videoed the whole thing, shot the video and cut it together, and it was Windowpane performing um, one, and then oh. we would put in parentheses, album correct. And basically, it would like show, you know, Sean, Tony, and I jam. But then in the background, Mark would be like reading a book. <laughs> you know? And then, you know, as we're riffing away, you just see Mark walk by, like holding a beer in the background. So <laughs> at no point in time holding a bass or doing anything yeah. regarding, we're like, me, Tony, Sean, just riffing, riffing, riffing. And then you see Mark walk by with like a magazine. Like, hey just, <laughs> my take's yeah. done. Changing your yeah. drinks. Out. In, in the hopes that people would get the whole album correct <laughs> joke. It'd be funny if it's like a scene where it's like, okay, now we're laying down just the bass track. And it's just like him again sitting taking on like a, a like taking a nap. Yeah, and, not even holding his bass. <laughs> or, hey, punches, yeah. punches him. Him in and then hit stop and goes, that's a take. Perfect. Yeah, like working on his car or something. Any, anything but touching like, a bass guitar. Yeah, 30 seconds getting it set up and he's getting ready. All right, we're done. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, another email we got from our uh, buddy uh, uh, Shane, Rock Machine. Uh, oh, yeah. And he says, hey, this is Shane from Rock Machine Photography. <laughs> My brother and I were wondering if we could sit on the BJ and Migs morning show and the Migs guest. Sure. Well, uh, he actually sent me an email on that as well. He was also wondering if we could rep his photography business when he's on the cast. Uh, yeah, as long as you take pictures of us and make us look pretty. Yeah, right. I think that's only fair. Is that the Shane that I met yeah. at the mm-hmm. tractor? Yep. Oh, I love you, buddy. How you doing, man? Yeah, but he says, uh, yeah, but look him up. Rock Machine is R O C K M A. S H A N E photography. He does take awesome pictures. If you have, a, if you can find the pictures that he's taken of stitched up heart, those are the ones that pop into my head because I remember seeing he's got a great. And maybe it's because Mixie from Stitch mm-hmm. Up Heart is just mm-hmm. beautiful. But he took a great picture where it's like just looks badass. And so it's always fun when you see a picture that makes you like remember who took the picture. Like Iron Mike is one of those kind of guys. Absolutely, Matt Hayward. There's a lot of great photographers out there. And, and, and Shane, you're doing an awesome job. So yeah, we'll set that up for sure. Um, let's do a voicemail. We haven't done any voicemails yet. All right. I'm very curious what we're going to get. Here we go. So when I was a kid growing up, I grew up around plants and like my parents had a greenhouse in our backyard and they loved gardening and such. And I've kind of inherited that, you know, like I have a greenhouse in the backyard of my place and I take care of a lot of plants. And recently as a joke, a friend of mine bought me a marijuana plant. Well, I work at a web design company, so long story short, I had to get a roommate, and I met the guy. I was going to say, I made a website for my pot stuff, so <laughs> you can buy it now. Yeah. Buypotforme.com. So when I was a kid growing up, I grew up around, ah, a friend of mine bought me a marijuana plant. Well... I work at a web design company, so long story short, I had to get a roommate. And I met the guy, and he was nice, you know, and uh, he seemed like he would be a good candidate, is that he is 
super religious and super conservative. And I'm not just going to throw the plant away. So now I have to hide this pot plant in my room like I'm 16. And I can just feel my dad standing over me and just laughing about it. Why is there a lamp in your closet, son? I like to read in there. Don't worry about it. Do I smell pot? No, no, it's my shoes. You're breaking the roommate agreement. I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah, right? If you need a place to put that plant, we'll take it. Sure. I'm kidding. We just got like... Like, we had a white elephant gift that we ended up not going to the white elephant party. So Michelle was just like, well, let's open it up. And I'm like, well, you already know what it is. She's like, I know I want to open it up. And it was a little mushroom growing box thing where they supply the mushrooms and not like the like hallucinogenic mushrooms no they're like oh. normal ones but that was, was like, the first wow. thing i thought i was like what are you gonna give to these people and i was like oh we're gonna do it yeah. that later on. here i'm giving you guys a free trip as a white elephant where are we going someplace purple but yeah. it's, that, it's that same line it's like if we have just mushrooms growing there even if they're normal mushrooms it just seems weird what you growing there bro yeah right <laughs> I don't want to try to have to explain oh they're normal mushrooms oh yeah dude sure. that'd be a great idea for a party like with your friends like for Christmas time instead of a white elephant you do a green elephant and it's all like weed based stuff <laughs> there's been a like, lot of that with like birthday gifts like there's been a lot of friends who have just been like yeah just go to the go to the rec store and just give me some weed wow what and a world like, we live in yeah these days. and it's like this is the best this is better than gift certificates <laughs> It truly is. I'd rather that than a Subway card. Yeah, right. Or a Starbucks card. Well, actually, you might need that Subway card <laughs> after the fact. That's a solid point. That's a good point. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> you get weed and visine. Gift day requires a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check out another voicemail. What's up, Megs? This is Stevie, the Packers fan. Um, well, Megs and uh, Glenn, thank you very much for really cheering me on to Wyatt Only in the Wreckage. I love that song so much. I had to download the last podcast. Edit the podcast so I can hear the song, and then import it in my iTunes. I just I, I couldn't find a single on oh, iTunes, so yeah. I, I had to download your episode and we cut and get paste her from there. So wow! And I bought one of his T-shirts, which is really awesome. So why, if you're listening, cool. I'm sorry and thank you. And Ralph, I have a question for you. Uh, oh, that's funny, though, before we get to your question. That's, <laughs> sorry and I'm thank sorry you. and I, thank you. I downloaded your song. I didn't pay for it. I think now, though, it is up on Spotify and It, it takes and iTunes. a while. Yeah, it takes a minute to get that stuff placed. That's what I was going to say is give it a couple weeks, and it, it'll probably appear. I love that he bought a T-shirt, though. Like He's just uh, like, well, I'm going to get a T-shirt to make sure at least awesome. you get something there. I, I think it's great. Any way you can put money in, in the pockets of a band, whether buying their merch, buying their music. If you appreciate their I'm stuff. I'm doing it now. now with wrestlers when I went to like 3 to one battle or any of these local indie shows I'm making it a point I'm always leaving with a t-shirt even if I never wear it just so that, and, and I plan on wearing it my wife won't ever see it but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just bought <laughs> a shirt for my boy uh, Eddie Van Glam and it says King of Thong style <laughs> Where are you going to wear that? Yeah, I'm still in the grass. confused by there the whole thing's the thong style thing. I don't. Does he wrestle in a thong? Yes, he's got the Borat thong, but he wears like wrestling trunks over it. Oh, okay. Because so I'm like, worry. man, I don't want. Yeah. That's not any kind of grappling. Yeah. Plus, imagine well, being you, this guy's opponent. Like, crumb. Bro. what if he gets me? Oh man! I should show you the video really quick. Uh, it's up on my Twitter page. This attack's called the Sweet Cheeks. No, please. <laughs> you'll, you'll please don't do it. You'll love his I'll finishing. I'll snap your move. nose with my butt crack. Now, please, please don't do his this. His finishing to me. move is an air guitar move. And all of a sudden, right when he's about ready to do his finishing move, a song comes up that he plays along to. And this time around, it was uh, We Are the Champions by Queen. So so that's Eddie Van Glam. Okay, so he's got shorts on. All right, right that, but, that helps. Yeah. Because every time you said thong ready. style, I'm like, man, 
this poor guy just ruining someone's day. He hits him with the imaginary guitar. Well, then I saw there was an explosion of glitter as well. Confetti confetti cannons. There's some cat down front just straight losing his mind. That was my buddy Kevin's friend. (laughs) Yes! Yes! (laughs) It was awesome. Eddie Van Glam's the man, so he's got a shirt that says spoof on uh, Shinsuke Nakamura's. I know you don't know these wrestler guys, but uh, he's got a King of Strong style, which is a style of wrestling where you're actually hitting guys harder than what you'd expect a wrestler to do. Okay. Like, you're really Working connecting. stiff. Right. So then that's become Joey Ryan, who's the guy, it's going to oh, sound yeah, weird, but Ryan. he's known as the King of Dong style because <laughs> mm-hmm. he suplexes people with his penis in matches. <laughs> I tried that once. It's fantastic. <laughs> you know, it, was a, it was a brief hospital stay, and the pudding was good. I, I did okay. So now Solid Eddie has morphed it into the King of Thong style. So I bought his shirt, and where am I going to wear it? I'm wearing it to paint in the grass. There I'm going go. to wrestle in the nude and paint on my chest King of Wrong style. <laughs> that is definitely, That's how we're going to do it. Definitely appropriate It's there. the bat wing. He's got him with the bat wing. Oh! <laughs> we'll have to get Eddie on. Um, when he has a, a future match that he wants to promote, I'll, I'll reach out to him. We should yeah. get him on. I know he would fit in with the three of us. Like, who was the cat that called in the other morning? I heard it on BJ. It was oh, a three, two, one battle. Yeah. yeah, that guy was. <laughs> yeah, awesome that was too. cool. That was a great phone call, man. That was yesterday yep. morning. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that was cool. And I was legit stoked when I saw that. He, I was like. It's the Weekend Warrior from 3-2-1-Battle? Like, I nerded out. Like, I was like, fan boy. Oh. like, uh, the Weekend Warrior. What is this? Oh, like, cool. You could just- hear it in his voice. He was like, oh, thanks, man. Thanks What's a the- lot. Like, he was, I could tell, like, your level of excitement genuinely translated to him. He was That's stoked. Cool. It was yeah. dope, man. As I a mean, listener, I could hear it in his voice. I have a cool. lot of respect for what those guys are doing. Yeah. One of these times, you'll have to come and I'd love to, to man. Yeah. Yeah. They do them on Friday nights. They're pretty much every other week. They do, I think, two a month. It's at Evolve Fitness. If you just look up on Facebook, three, two, one, battle, they post when they're having when they have one coming up right before Valentine's Day. That looks like it's going to be a blast. I'm hoping to make that one, but they just do a great job of making it fun. Even if you're not a wrestling fan, you're going to leave like wanting to go to more of these because they incorporate music. They've got uh, our boy Cody who works downstairs at the end, and another guy as well, Tom. Uh, I don't know if that's his actual um, stage name, uh, but the two of them are hilarious on the microphone. Like they make it. Even if you don't have any idea of what the F is going on during 3-2-1 battle, they're cracking you up with these most ridiculous jokes. And, and, and the longer the night goes, the drunker or more stoned they get. <laughs> so it gets even funnier. Nick, I know both of you guys have... You oh, both yeah, I've been, I haven't okay. been the one yet. Okay. I want to go, though, for sure. Well, so, I didn't realize those guys were doing that. I mean... You know, when he was like, Yeah, you know, legally we can't charge for the matches. So we yep. just suggested donation. And I, I heard all that and was like, What? Yeah, yeah because you need a combat the, license. Dude, the level of production and all the energy they're putting mm-hmm. into it, and they're not making any money. My respect level went like through the roof. Like, man. Like, yeah. I so it's go, truly a labor of love. These guys yeah. are doing it because they love it. They man. love to perform. And, and, yeah. and the fact that it, the place is packed has got to help. Continue. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, I liken it to being in a local band. Not every band's going to get signed. Not every band's going to be able to tour the world and going to be on MTV or whatever it is nowadays that <laughs> bands get shown on. <laughs> you know, no different in wrestling. Not all these guys, none of these, I mean, some of them are, are, are working their way up the chain and could eventually make it in Ring of Honor or WWE or TNA or whatever. And, and some, probably many, this is as far as it's going to get. 
but they're having the time of their lives and, yeah. and they're entertaining us. That's why when I go, like I typically don't have tens on me, but I'll have a twenty. And the suggested donation is is ten. Yeah. I'll just drop twenty in the box. I'm oh, not gonna sure. be that guy's like, can you break a twenty? Yeah. Because I know that there's people out there that aren't dropping any yeah. money because it's a donation only. Yep. And I think that's messed up. Like if you go. If you're not buying, if you're not paying the suggested donation, at least buy one of their T-shirts. Because, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Because these guys are doing it pretty much for free. And unlike bands, I mean, yeah, we are sometimes putting ourselves in injury position, <laughs> injury prone positions. <laughs> these guys are ridiculously putting their lives yeah. on the line yeah. with hopes that you will cheer them on. Yeah. Steve might get drunk and stage dive once. These guys are stage diving every night. One guy yeah. on the back of his neck in the last in match. The- yeah. Oh. But they do such a great job. I cannot stop raving about it. And I, I need you guys to come. That way you guys can understand why it's so oh, awesome. Oh, definitely, man. Yeah. Definitely. Um, this is a good uh, a text message at 253-271-4787. Hey, guys. Really quick question for Glenn. I'm a high schooler in Iowa, and I was wondering if you would go to prom with me. No. (laughs) I'm a high schooler in Iowa who loves windowpane, loves the MIGS cast. That's awesome. That's really awesome. I run the music and video board at my school's basketball games, and I wanted to run it past Glenn in case he would rather us not use their stuff. I'm guessing it's fine, but it doesn't hurt to ask. Stay positive, guys. Jay, the Iowa podcaster. So he, And then he wrote, P.S. I basically want to make sure it's cool with Glenn for me to play Window Pane's music. Oh, yeah, please. I'm honored and stoked and hell yes. That's that's cool. Yeah, please do. Getting some airplane in Iowa. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> if by chance you could get footage of like the team warming up to Window Pane's music, yeah. film it, send it to us, or tweet it at well, us. Well, this might we'll give me a date to the prom, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Are you one of the chefs? Chaperones? Not really. <laughs> Where's the open bar? <laughs> Will you buy us beer? Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> the guy says, hey, Glenn, uh, hey, guys, I love the cast. You guys keep me sane while I'm driving truck. I'm sure some people wonder why I'm laughing so hard as I'm driving down the road. As I've mentioned before, Rev, you need to get Glenda cross streams once in a while. Oh, he, then he said, I autocorrected it and turned Glenn's name into Glenda. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I need to get Glenn's cross streamed once in a while and show up on the Geek Nation podcast oh, to talk yeah. movies. He has an inner geek that needs to be let out. Mama Hawk NATO, I love you. Stay positive. I'm trying to stay positive myself. I just found out the other day that my stepdaughter from a previous marriage was diagnosed with cancer. Mm. And she has two kids of her own that I helped raise. She's not taking it very well, and I think her kids are kind of in shock. I guess she's got to do daily chemotherapy, so she, if you could use some prayer love, that would be great. Keep up the great work, and that's from Jason. I'll, oh, dude, I'll be praying man. tonight. Wow. We always pray before dinner. Yeah. I'll be sure to pray for you. Sorry to hear that, man. Definitely do. be in our thoughts and hearts and prayers for sure, bro. And yeah, I think one of these times you got to get going on the on the Geek Nation. Yeah. Would well, I, I fit? I mean, I'm really just a movie Fanatic movies are uh, well. Movies are geeky, and the fact that you know some really, really obscure stuff. Yeah, and we can talk Buckaroo like, Banzai for a couple hours. Oh, man, you know? oh my god! Uh, okay, <laughs> well, but that's it. You know, like gaming and stuff. I don't. I still have a PS2, you know, which I'm excited about. Oh, yeah. You could be a, you could be a geek about <laughs> all then, sorts of you know, stuff, so don't even worry about that, You get man. into, like, magic and stuff like that. That's way outside <laughs> my realm of... But I can talk movies for a while, man. Nice. You We're know? still going to do, like, a movie trivia game. I'll, I'll come up with something, but I think it would be fun to do on this, like, just to show, have you flex your muscles of music, movie knowledge. We'll see how I do. It's the classics. See, what's the, well, yeah, classics, what's, right. I'll they, well, it. no, the classics, I don't... It, honestly, it's so weird. Old, old movies. People are like, dude, have you ever seen Casablanca? Good God, Casablanca. Um, and I'm, I'm like, no. I'm like, really? I'm have like, you seen Asablanca? That's I, a good one. <laughs> I have seen that more than a few times. But I always fast forward to some of the more action-packed scenes. I'm yeah. not sure why, but <laughs> I can't stand the way old movies sound. I literally can't take it. 
Oh, yeah. And, and it's just the frequency, like the. This. A lot of old movies sound kind of like this. And yeah. people talk in a very yeah, unnatural way, and there's just no low end. And a lot of times, I can't stand it. Like, have you seen this movie? I'm like, I can't stand the way it sounds. People are like, what? And I'm like, I'm not kidding. I can't, I can't take the way it. A sound, a good soundtrack makes or breaks a movie. I'm the dude that'll be in the next room, and the wife would be channel surfing, and I'd be like, "Go back to that's Blade Runner." She'd be like, "What? Mm-hmm. How did you know that?" I'm like, "It's Evangelist soundtrack. It makes the film. It, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Just go back two channels." Um, but yeah, so it's it's mostly when audio caught up to the medium, kind of mid '70s. I was about to say, like, sounds like '70s, '80s things sci-fi. Things got magical. By the late 70s to the early 80s, that was the glory days of killer movies. And then there have been a lot of fantastic films since then. So That was that, yeah, once the technology caught up, it was still kind of the Wild West with movie making. Yeah. And so you didn't, they, they, there were rules out there, but they weren't afraid to kind of go and expand around those. Yeah, but you, you, for me, you think about, you know, like masterpiece films, like, you know, of course, the Raiders of the Lost Ark movies, mm-hmm. the Star Wars films, uh, Blade Runner, Apocalypse Now, um... Uh, good God, uh, Alien and Aliens. Um, th- and there's a truckload so of movies I'm missing. If we did like a, 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 a 70s, 80s battle between you guys, that would be I a, might do okay. You probably I might uh, do okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll try and there. figure something out. Maybe in the future yeah. we do something fun with that. It could be fun. Nice. Check out another voicemail. I cannot go out to eat with another picky eater. Just don't go out. Be home. It's embarrassing. She sounds hot. It was the first thing I said. Was does she yeah. sound hot to you? But she's not wrong. Like, Picky eaters. Uh, I can't stand it. If, I, you, if you're the guy that like has a laundry list of issues, like to give to the waiter or waitress, I just want an egg salad, no egg. Right, dude. <laughs> you joke. One of my one of I love my wife. So you want mayonnaise? But she. One of the things, and it, it, it's pretty entertaining. But I'm one of those people that will just order it straight up. Like no matter what it is, if I don't like something, I'm not going to ask them to switch it around or change it for me. She will change every single thing. She's like, I want this burger, but I want the patty from this burger on that. Can you do that? Oh, and of yeah. course they can. Um, but, but it's so. Yeah, it's it's a process, and I'm just process a what process. Are you up, right? <laughs> I like Sorry, it. I like it's it a process. <laughs> and, uh, Tell me more about it. Yeah, we we'll go to Denny's, and sometimes she'll like, oh, I want I want to get one of the skillets, and she'll make sure to get the skillet without any of the like the bacon or meat or anything like that. But she'll get the eggs on the side. And just get the the stuff that basically the vegetables, potatoes and veggies yeah, the, and stuff, the in potatoes the pan. and the veggies in there. The bonus for that for me is the fact that I get those eggs. Like right. I get any of the extra stuff on that. But it's, it's a win win. I just. I feel so weird and awkward because it, it's not me, but you're just asking this person who just wants to do their job. He's like, can you do this, 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 so this I'd like this, the moons this, this, over this. my hammy. Um, uh, strike the moons. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd like uh, the bacon instead of ham. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, <laughs> right. yeah. As the waitress just yeah. breaks into a cold yeah, and then, sweat. Like, and then I'm what like, does this mean? <laughs> and then I'm the guy that's like, can I get a salad or whatever? And uh, and I'll get in and I'll pick out all the onions and the tomatoes. And, and people will be like, why didn't you just ask for it without onions or tomatoes? I'm like, I don't know. I just didn't want to make it difficult. Right. I just want them I want them to be able to write it down well, really see, I quickly. See, I do that. Like, I'll, I'll order a salad, but I pull the cucumbers out. Yeah. I can't hang with cukes. I'm just... Uh, I love tomatoes. They just destroy the inside of my mouth. Like, something about it. Just, it's canker sore city. Oh, really? It just yeah. tears you up, yeah. huh? Yeah. But you're still good on ketchup, right? Canker city. Yeah. Hmm. And sauce, marinara doesn't do anything. Like when it's cooked, it seems to be fine. So it's the acidity and just a straight up garden fresh tomato. Yeah, that, that destroys you. Uh, like I love like those little satsumas. Oh mm. yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. eat them because it's just like pineapple too. Oh bummer. Oh. But Ooh. I can have pineapple if it's cooked. 
Yeah, see, my wife and I will just slice up a tomato and a little bit of sea salt on a oh. tomato slice. God, my mouth just started watering. Bro, big I just had a great Hawaiian I burger yeah. today, too. Or I love today, the, the other day. The caprese salad with, like, the freaking oh, mozzarella yeah. tomato. Yeah. Oh, you know how much I miss that? Oh, Tony <laughs> makes this thing we call it crack, but she takes the little cherry tomatoes. Yeah. And you cut those in half, and then you get the little mozzarella balls. Yeah, yeah. So you mm-hmm. just cut all that up, and mm-hmm. then you do a, like a balsamic vinaigrette. Yeah. And, uh, and fresh yeah. cracked pepper, and oh, we call Christ it crack, because you just can't stop, but... It's funny, we'll be in the grocery store, and I'm like, what do you want to do for dinner? I'm like, something light, you know? And she'd be like, let's get crack. Let's do some crack. Oh, God, yes, crack sounds perfect. (laughs) And you see people around us like, no, there's kids. They're doomed. I told you we needed to move out of this neighborhood. They seem healthy now, but soon their teeth will fall right out of their skulls, you know? And like, crackheads (laughs) taking over this area. Exactly, man. (laughs) Big fat bowl of crack. Oh, we got another text message that says, Migs, what the hell was going on with Goldberg during that promo where he couldn't get things straight? (laughs) Bro, I... Another wrestling thing. But so Goldberg, when he comes out... Was this the dude that hit his head too hard? Yes. (laughs) So (laughs) he, before he comes out to the ring to uh, add to the intimidation that is Goldberg, he slams his head against the door. did it too hard. He did it too hard, and he kind of gave himself a little bit of a concussion. And then he goes out in front of the crowd and completely flubs his lines. And I found the audio. Nice. All right, so here's Goldberg having a a difficult time (laughs) spinning it out. Oh, will we, will we hate that wabbit? Here we go. And thank you guys. Okay, let's let's go for it again. We haven't even gone for it. <laughs> we all know that the path to the WWE. <laughs> in it, uh, oh, here we go. You guys, I, I feel really, a little sick to my stomach. Really made me screw up here. <laughs> Your own head, bro. Don't blame us. And this is live. The poor son of a bitch can't like. There's is this th- like on Raw or something? Yeah. Oh man. That's what happens. Yay! Let's go for try, uh, the third time. We all know. We all know that the WWE Universal Championship runs right through. <laughs> right through the Royal Rumble match. Mm. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> as, as a guy that's pretty much concussed, I'm going to give him props for doing a good job. I think he's really kind of holding his own. The best part is he cut himself. So he has this, this little stream of blood going down his head. And he's wiping it. It's just, he just looks like a mess. <laughs> and it's Aww. like the poor son of a bitch. He didn't mean, it's not like he did anything wrong. He just screwed up. But it's like, if everything, it was like a comedy of errors. Can't get the line out right. And he's bleeding. You're just out there on an Island. Yep. You're just yeah. standing out there yep. trying to do a solo promo. People are screaming your name because that's what they do, and you should be used to it. And yep. yet, he should go. start kicking things. Like my foot here hurts, but here's something I want to tell you. <laughs> you know, this whole head thing's probably about it. Rip your shirt up. I punch myself posing. in the balls, and it aches. But here's my news. You know, <laughs> like, the whole head the thing's the head thing seems a bit high risk. You know? I, mean, to say, I don't think he should slam his head against the door before a promo. Or maybe a nice pillow. We're bringing the Spanish Inquisition. He can have a nice comfy chair. You know? Wear a helmet when he does it. Yeah. Helmet. I just uh, that, that's, I got another voicemail. 
Hey, what's up, guys? Name's Brad, long-time listener, first-time caller. Yeah, what compels me to actually reach out and contact you guys is twofold. First, let's just get the negative out of the way. I got to say that that was pretty horrible to make all of us sit through that god-awful cover of Toto's Africa with you guys. Like, unless you guys are going to share your dicks with everyone. <laughs> Always happy to do that. <laughs> but uh, the other thing is, well, I got to say, man, you're first off, great addition to the podcast. And it's, oh, as a lifelong wait, weird wait, pause, fan. Pause, pause. Okay. When he said dicks, he meant the burgers. That was the bargain. So yeah. do you still have to censor that? Nope. Because we took it out of context because it's funny, but he said share your dicks with all of us because the deal was if we sat through That's Toto, right. yeah, Wyatt, Wyatt, Wyatt is going to buy us Wyatt. all dicks. You know Wyatt's listening to this right now. Oh, I know where he rehearses, and he's foolish enough to leave his guitars down there all the time. Oh. We don't get them burgers soon. The guitars Collateral. will be in Steve's office. That's, That's right. how that works. You want that guitar back? You bring us dicks. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think you have to beep that. You don't? So wait, rewind back. I'm sorry. Oh. I didn't no, need to interject, right. but... All right, here we go. Yeah. Okay with you guys? Like, unless you guys are going to share your dicks with everyone, that's a pretty horrible move to make us suffer through that with you. True. Yep. But uh, the you're other right, thing is, but I got to say, man, you're first off, great addition to the podcast. Thanks, man. And if, oh, as a lifelong Weird Al fan, if you put out See, a party album, I would. Glenn wanted us to repeat this so he could hear that compliment again. <laughs> now I got to play it again, damn it. <laughs> uh, the other thing is, Glenn, I got to say, man, you're first off, great addition to the podcast. We know. And if, oh, as a lifelong Weird Al fan, if you put out a parody album, I would buy it in a heartbeat. Oh. That, that toxicity parody you were singing uh, about the sandwich had me tears off laughing. We have to. <laughs> anyway, stay positive. Maybe next week, if we remember, uh, we should grab the, um, the, the the karaoke track of. Uh, yeah, it, I've been wanting to take them and throw them in Pro Tools and then track my own vocals. Or, or just do that. Um, I just, uh, you know, it's been an hours in the day issue. We can do it live, but, uh, man. Do it live. Let me, we'll if we're going to do that, I'm into it, but I, I'll have to at least sit down and, and get the lyrics together. Sure. Because the you're coming down with the sickness thing's pretty good. Yep. The <laughs> toxicity thing with the, the, hey, the, hey, make me up a sandwich, heavy yep. on the mayo, heavy on the mayo. Like, <laughs> yeah, we but, should uh, do these. Yeah, I, had, I have a bunch of these. Um, yeah, uh... Uh, MC Hammers can't uh, can't touch this. Was, you can't touch this. Can't flush this. Mm. And I got a whole thing about, and it's all wrapped, and she, but it's all about like, and, and it's a stop taco time. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, if we want to go down this path, I'm willing. To. I like how you rewrite them. I just like meow instead. Like when I go, meow, 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 meow. That's all I do with them. And, <laughs> and I don't do pay and, attention. To in all fairness, we should do this. <laughs> Remember, Wyatt, we have not forgotten. Give us our dicks. Or forever be banned from the base cast. Ooh, shots oh, fired. Oh, we'll get food now. Yeah. <laughs> I have a, another good one I'll, I'll unload on you, at least verse one, that I'm excited about. What song is it for? Should I pull it is music? Metallica's Wherever I May Roam. But you know, he talks and then he starts singing, and I'll, I'll censor it, but it's a, and I s my pants at school. And I s my pants at school. I confess it wasn't cool. And the rumor mill did drool about my incident with stool. James has poo pants. Clean shorts is what I crave. To the bleach I stay a slave. And so on and Dude. so on and so on. Wow. It, it could be the, the... But basically, the, the song becomes about Everywhere he goes, people make fun of him because he's a kid who dressed his pants at school. I did. It could be about me. <laughs> oh, no. wow. Did you grade. really? Second grade. And my oh, mom had to come man. and pick me up out of school. Because <laughs> I, I, I stayed in the bathroom for too long. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I pooped my pants in school. 
And then the teacher noticed because she smelled it and she's like, Steve, you need to go to the bathroom. Oh, man. So I go to the bathroom. That's incredible. And I have no idea what to do because I have nothing to do. I have nothing to clean it with. So I just sat in the bathroom for an extended period of time. <laughs> my teacher then called my mom. Oh, my dude. mom had to come to school so and bring bad. me home. Did the other kids know? Uh, probably did you get a hard time about it or not? You know, maybe they didn't. They must not have known because you'd have really taken some grief. You'd have been a senior in high school. They'd be like, what's up, poop pants? Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. people don't forget, you know, mm-hmm. that whole thing. Stevie poop pants. I, I so actually. You can make a song about me. I lost the 50 50 in middle school wearing white pants, but it was oh, just a little wow. stain. And they had served, uh, what a little baby, like baby red potatoes that day. Oh. Um, and I kept saying that someone had put it on my bench and I'd sat in it. And I think, you know, maybe. 85% of, of the school patrons bought that. The no. rest were like, nah, dude, you totally loaded your shorts. I did not. No, I didn't. Yeah. More importantly, was this before or after Labor Day? Yeah, right. Why are you wearing no white idea. pants anyway? <laughs> no, I, yeah, I don't think I ever wore white pants again after yeah. that, man. You know? Learning experience. Oh, man, yeah. True story. But it wasn't a full-on like gob of, you poor kid. Oh, it was bad. That's rough. It was bad. It so was, the teacher I mean, smelt it and legit, sought you out I and said, son. in my pants, yeah. Dude, well done. <laughs> yeah. Second grade. And I'll tell you, here's my logic. As a kid, I thought I could get away with it because I'm like, oh, I bet my butt looks really big right now. It's probably just full of poo, right? And I'm thinking this, and I go, well, I remember there was this girl, Michelle. She had a giant ass. And I'm like, well, no one's going to notice. She's got a bigger ass than me. In my head, I wasn't thinking about the smell part. I was thinking no one will notice that my ass looks bigger because there's a full... <laughs> what about chapping and general discomfort? <laughs> Risk of infection. That's the thing a second grader doesn't worry about. <laughs> you know? All I was worried about is that my ass was still smaller than Michelle's. <laughs> oh, Melissa's. Melissa, sorry. <laughs> oh, man. And teacher walks by. I'll never forget that, though. She walks by, Steven. and it was like she almost fully passed me out, and it was like... And then stops. <laughs> and she leans in and goes... She was like a teacher rang. She went by and then mm-hmm. returned. And then yeah. she like leans in and goes, Steven, you should go to the bathroom. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, you should. And then it was like, I'm not leaving this bathroom. Oh, I might have to spend the rest of my life in this bathroom. Didn't you get a bunch of wet paper towels and try and propagate some he's kind of second, cleanup? He's man? a second grader, com- man. I was completely paralyzed by the poop in my pants. <laughs> you, those survival skills hadn't really grown yet. Because no, I'd had my no. socks off cleaning up and everything, right. man. You know, you've got your underwear and your socks, and you can still return to norm. No. Minus those garments, you can use those as some kind of a cleanup in the event of Let's emergency. Let's just say I did not do a very good job of troubleshooting. So then you went to the nurse. No, I went to the bathroom. I stayed in the bathroom, and then they called my mom to get me out of the bathroom because my teacher realized that, oh, Steven's not leaving the bathroom because he just completely cracked his pants. (laughs) Right. So my mom, next thing in here is then this. I'm I'm sitting in the stall, and I'm like, I'm just going to stay here until school's over. And I'm going to stay here forever. Right. I'll I'll just, I'll figure it out. I'll grow old here. I'll eat the walls. I don't know. And then all of a sudden, it's... Steven! (laughs) Mom? I'm going to take you home, Steven. Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) Works for me. Longest three and a half minute walk of my entire life from school to my house. That is a walk of shame. You had to walk home with loaded shorts she didn't drive? No, no, my mom didn't drive. I'd have put you in a wheelbarrow or something. (laughs) Making you walk all that way with poo in your shorts? She instructed me to clean a little bit, and so... And then I, then, then I still had to walk home, take a shower. Oh. It was one of those conversations Little with mom buddy. that has no. never been brought up. We have never talked about that since. 
It's one of those conversations like, look, do we need to have a conversation about this? No. no. In the future, don't crap your pants, kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next time, even if you ain't got the hall pass, you get moving. Noted. So when you're singing that song, I'm thinking it's, uh, I think I must have Glenn told Glenn knows. the story. Or Glenn heard me talk about it on the radio before. Yeah. No. So feel free, instead of James pooped his pants, you can say Steve pooped his pants. Okay. I'm, more, I'm okay with it. I've, I've grown past So it. then it's the, the Steve has poop pants. That's the I ask no one. You know? <laughs> <laughs> James has poop pants. Yeah, and then it's like uh, sunflower bacon stripe. Call it what you will. You know, bacon I got a whole straight. a whole Don't thing. Don't bacon for me, man. Don't <laughs> bacon. If you can somehow work Melissa's big ass, bud. if you can work Melissa's big ass into it, I'd be very happy. <laughs> All right, let's check out our next voicemail. Oh man, man, this is driving me crazy. My Uh-oh. wife and I, we we. She's my wife pregnant, and we're, we're going to have our nice. first in, in like three months, and we're so happy and excited and everything. But let me tell you, I cannot. Put together this furniture to save my life. Man, I tried to put together the crib. Man, cribs, cribs, that's like a puzzle, man. That's like a jigsaw he builds puzzle. An How Iron you Maiden. To put this stuff together? I mean, the dresser, the, the changing table. I mean, I know how to do stuff. I fix things all the time. I put this stuff together to save my life. I love that IKEA has pushed him to the brink, you know? Dude, it happens all the time. He's like an air traffic controller or something, you know? Like, he's ca- capable of amazing. Feats, but like you know, slot A and his part B and yeah. screw C, and he's like just the, hitting the bottle and crying in the corner of the room. Man. The only rage that I've gotten that uh, like reaches the same point of like my video game rage was putting together our uh, our coat rack. Like oh, the Fufenschlong. Yeah, it was just like it's like <laughs> they always uh, have these crazy names at yeah. IKEA. It's, it's is there a lotion you can get that'll clear that up? Oh, or? Yes. Like it's 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 a coat rack that's also like a trunk sort of thing and it took it okay. hours the to make long. Right. and then like one of the parts was like backwards like one of the first parts that I like screwed together it was just like facing the wrong oh, way you started off badly it, and it wasn't mine to you know I was helping my wife put it together but it wasn't mine so usually I'd just be like yeah whatever it's fine no no, no, no. My, I have a it's theory it's hers and so I had to do it oh god Ikea goes in multiple stages <laughs> Ikea so goes in like multiple man. stages for me it starts off with oh how hard could this be <laughs> to then opening everything up looking and going Oh, Jesus. To then going, I wish they just offered a service that was relatively cheap where someone can come and clean this up for me and fix it and do it all for me. And then it's, I hate this. This is going to take forever. Staring at all these objects, not knowing what to do. And then finally getting it going. And then about 20 minutes into getting it going, it's like, oh, this isn't that hard. <laughs> like it takes like it, five stages of Ikea. It does. Pretty it much. Takes, yeah. It takes about 45 minutes before I start feeling comfortable. And then it's like, oh, putting this together is super simple. But it takes a while before yeah. like your brain, it's like your brain has to adjust to Ikea. I've never <laughs> been to the Ikea store Oh, it's a museum. It's a labyrinth. Because yeah. of that reason, and my wife, she knows me well enough to know that I will lose my oh, mind about halfway through yeah. when I hate, can't escape. If you hate slow walkers, yes. never go to Ikea. Yeah. See, and yeah, she and knows this, is, so that's why the, we've uh, never been it's there. It's laid out as such that like you have expect to make a left, make a left, make a left, and find a wheel of cheese. It's laid mm-hmm. out to keep you shopping. Yep. You, you well, can't escape, the wheel of cheese man. like the, the, the restaurant or the oh, little cafe? Oh, then there's cafe. the Swedish meatballs, which are delicious. Oh, that's, that's, what, that's what you go for. I've been to 
to that big right? Ikea oh, yeah. once, yeah. one one time, and I've never... I've it's never a museum returned. of slow walkers. <laughs> it's like, people are looking, oh, look at how this is done. Oh, look how this is done. I'm like, just get people out of my way. I want my yeah. fruit schlagen. It just makes you want to go down there with a taser and just walk at a stride. <laughs> zap, 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 zap. See how many you can drop yeah. before security comes Aren't you supposed to like stay in your lane? I mean, this is like driving, oh, right? I, 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 oh, I cut people off. <laughs> I flip them off as I'm cutting them off. <laughs> Steve runs them off the road. This lady goes over a table. <laughs> It's a passing lane, bitch. Out of the way, Peck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another voicemail. We got a couple more. Hey, guys. This is Mike, the uh, postman. I had a great idea. I listened into Welfare Line off the latest, you know, CD. And I had a perfect idea for a music video. It's the kids from Greece in their 30s. It was like the 80s or something in the Welfare Line with big dance numbers. Because, Glenn, I don't know if you like... Uh, musicals or not but that piece is very musical oriented like a rock thing so just figured I'd call and let you guys know so you say Grease and, and all I, I can really do love is the show. okay bye I, I just picture Olivia Newton's John's backside and those black spandex pants at the end that's oh. all I can picture from Grease now I'm picturing Olivia Newton John or who is in Grease 2 again uh, Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with Grease 2 yeah. yeah you know what in fact you should just have a music video of those two scissoring <laughs> that'd be cool <laughs> especially wow. if you could rewind too you know <laughs> so you just rewind you know it's a whole different meaning to the song Welfare Line <laughs> but he did say the guy's from Grease right yeah yeah like he wants to turn this into a Grease Musical. You have the T Birds yeah. and the Pink Ladies. Huh. I'm having trouble picturing it, but Olivia Newton John and the black spandex pants. That's still, all you're at. I can see that. That's all you need. But I remember it had like a string up the back, too. It was like she was wearing a thong on the outside of those pants. Oh, yeah. I was fascinated by that as a young man. <laughs> the word highly edible. Words mm. highly edible just came to mind. And this is one of my favorite songs off of your record. I oh, love, thank I you, love man. this song. Thank I just, you, it's just kind of cool. Like, just. I just like how it's like it's got a weird vibe, like the way the verses are going, and then all of a sudden it just explodes with the chorus. Yeah, this one was um, this was all Tony riffs. He had all the skeleton of this laid out, and he had the chorus melody laid out. And then I think, uh, if anything, maybe we all played with the arrangement, but this was all uh, the, the the verse riff, the pre-chorus, the chorus. It was all Tony, man. This nice. was this was definitely uh, a Tony. Hey guys, I got something I think's kind of cool, and oh hell yeah, you know. There's a running joke. Uh, the thing before the big biddle-da-da-diddle break. Yeah. The, we call it the bunch of bunch because it goes bunch of bunch of bunch of bunch of bunch of bunch of biddle Right? Uh, you hear the part, but that's what we call it in the band. It's the bunches. Like, you want to start from the bunches? I think it's right after this chorus. Oh, it's after the slow part after this chorus. But that thing, the diddle-da-da-da-da, is super hard to play. And so I punched it in the studio, and then my joke was, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, I'll play it later, right? And Sean still calls it the I'll play it later, right? You play, I'll play it later, right? This thing. That's the, I'll sing it this time. Bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of, bunch of. I'll play it later, right? <laughs> That's the part. Bunch of, bunch of, bunch of. And here bunch it is, bunch isolated. Bunch of. Uh, Double bass. When we play it live, I, I found something that works. I do something a little different, but yeah, it's it's a alternate picking, ascending run that's just really alien for me. 
Yeah. Um, and Tony, as a guitarist, just has this whole amazing skill set I don't even begin to possess, right? <laughs> so he came up with that. I was like, that part's sick. And then I tried to play it. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I really I don't want this, but it's really, yeah. really I don't want to do this. So that, that's <laughs> I the, changed my mind. I hate that part. <laughs> no, dude, I'll play it later, right? Uh, and Sean still sings that back that's to funny. me. That's funny. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I love hearing the behind. Like, especially, I mean, it's cool to have you in here. Because a we love having you in here and b I mean I just openly love... admitting that I can't perform my own material. <laughs> I love the, I love the behind the like the, just getting a peek behind the curtain because I absolutely like I've told you uh, I mean you look at my phone on my uh, Apple Music and and I mean I'll pull it up right now just to give you an idea like what are my heavily played songs because I love how they'll tell you like what's the most listened to records that you listen to and let me see if I can pull this up of course it's moving slow um see so you go down. Go down, baby. Yeah, you do. Go down. Wait, what? What are we doing here again? What's going on? Oh, was that girl's Recently name? Eve added. something? <laughs> oh, for you, I think. Alice Eve. Thank you. Wait. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Flashback humor. <laughs> uh, it's recently played. Boom. First thing on there. Oh, right well, on. Then, Thanks, bro. That makes me feel... That's great. And then after that is ASAP Rocky. <laughs> but I think there's also one that said... Heavy Rotation. First, what's the first one Window on there? Window right there. 10 Miles Wide's right there, too. That's what killer. else we got on here? Uh, okay, Highly Suspect. Yeah. Then it's uh, 21 Pilots and Mute Math and EP. 21 Pilots? Yeah, I love that band. He's admitted that before, actually. Probably. I, I know. Even, I'm I a don't know any girl. of their material. <laughs> I'm a 13-year-old girl. It's, it's fine. It's all right, man. Yeah. 13-year-old girls have a lot of fun. And then also uh, Metallica. Yeah, so, my man. Yeah. Since Rev does not know what to say to the my, past couple my, things. My, Steve my, and I have stepped into my, a realm. My he just jaw can't dropped, even. and then it like launched back up. If you heard that little clicking sound, it was my teeth hitting each other because I just went, "What?" I'm a 13 year old girl. I'm 13 year old girls have a lot of fun. Rev's just, yeah, what yeah. is happening? Jaw dropped. <laughs> yeah, check it out. Is this 21 Pilots? This is that Mute Math 21 Pilots mashup. So it's two bands. Oh, okay, okay. And it's really interesting. I don't know 21 Pilots at all. You've heard probably, they're played nonstop on every radio station but ours. Like if you just flip and dial, you'll hear one of their songs. Super poppy, but kind of a cool lyrical bass. You'll hear two of their songs and not realize it's them. Like they're kind of different on those and ends. MGMT bands like that kind of yeah, has a vibe. I like that. I like yeah. that. And there's too. a couple of those tunes. The lyrical content to uh, what's the song called? To pretend. Uh, yeah, waiting to pretend. Uh, that you know the song. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. You ever listen to the lyrics? Mm-hmm. It's incredible. I want to cover it unplugged, and I know people will be like, "Why is he playing that?" And then when I get to the end of the song, they're gonna be like. Dude, that's some dark S. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why that's I like, like Yeah, man, that song's kind of incredible. I, I have that downloaded in my phone, I admit it. That's what I love about 21 Pilots. There's some dark lyrical content yeah. that's masked All by super poppy music. Take it slow. This is cool, though. I like this. Wait for them to ask this reminds me of, like, you know. Vast or something. That first Vast record Please I love. Oh, yeah. That's what this reminds me of. And this is a, a remix of that Suicide Squad you song. You don't know the half of the they were great on SNL, though. Mm-hmm. Like, they were amazing. They're an amazing live band. This is cool. Uh, this doesn't make you a 13-year-old girl. I'll play some of their poppier stuff. Play something that makes you a 13-year-old girl. I want to witness that transition, <laughs> okay. bro. I want to see those pigtails. We're going to run around in the hall with streamers, and I'll get some pigtails. Streamers. Yeah. Okay, I get it. But I still don't have a problem with this. It's atmospheric and cool. Play one of their songs off their cool. actual record. I don't have a problem with that. 
Yeah, this is the song that grates this on my like, nerves. This is like one of yeah. their biggest hits. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've heard it. I just want to stay in the sun where I yeah, find. Yeah, see, I couldn't listen to this. This is, too much, this is too much for me. Yeah, I couldn't hang with this. But I like Heathens, and like their SNL live was insanely good. So. Yeah, I couldn't hang with this. I'm not saying it's bad. Answer me. You haven't no. gotten to the chorus yet. Oh, does it get even more? <laughs> I'm not going to influence your... The, the cheddar factors. Yeah, I can't hang with this. <laughs> Man, I put on the show, the shoes. I put on the robe. I, I entered the arena, but I could not compete. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. I like this one. Can't I like this it. one. Come on. Oh, it's it's yeah, yeah. It's an intro. It's building. I like it so far. <laughs> <laughs> Rock. I think I know this song. I've heard this to be sure. Wait till it kicks in, I'll know for sure. Yeah, I've heard this song. Okay. Normally by now I've changed the station, but yeah. I'm familiar with this song. <laughs> you heard this one? I don't think so. But I like this. Actually, I like this. This one's probably my favorite off of the record. Stressed out. In the overly. I wish I found some better sounds no one's okay, ever heard. Okay, that I wish I had <laughs> I was like, man, I'm into this, and then he, he started rapping like a boy from Starbucks, and I couldn't hang it. To the good old days when the mama sang us to sleep, but now we're stressed out. F you guys, it's fun. I'll hang out with my 13 year old friends. You like what you Me and my 13 year old girlfriends were all. Wait, that didn't sound right. Right. Light up the incense. Atta boy. Hang out. Yeah, you and Aqualung just hanging down by the preschool. I get it. How about this one? See, I like the square wave stuff. Like, sonically, I'm like, yeah, I'm in. It's his voice. Well, we'll see what he does with it. Okay. <laughs> okay, those synth stabs kind of hurt a little bit. See, I love synth, man. But, oh, I like synth, but I like the square wave grindy stuff. This is fun. Okay. We found one. Well, the melody's not campy. Yeah. This is fine. I'm fine with this. I mean, I probably wouldn't buy the record, but I would certainly listen to it. Crap, I it's ordered cool. it on Amazon for you. <laughs> That's cool. Actually, you know what? One of the bands I'll that pulled that sort of switcheroo sort of thing with me was uh, Imagine Dragons. They had Radioactive, and it had like a yep. huge airplay, and I'm like listening to the, every other song, and I'm like, this is not them. This is not them. This I heard is that about them. that AWOL, you know, AWOL Nation. I heard um, Sale, and yeah. I honestly, the first time I heard it, I thought it was Jack White. And I love I'm like, that song. dude, yeah. this song is dope. And then I think Tawny went and checked out the rest of the record, and she said, Glenn, not as good. That's yeah. the song. Yeah. The rest of the record's crap. I saw them live because they played with Prophets of Rage. Okay. Was and it cool? It, it was pretty decent. It's it's the same thing, though. It's kind of an uh, eclectic weirdness like to that it. That song, the square wave synths, the little piano riff, the vibe yeah. of it, the distorted vocal. I honestly thought it was a Jack White tune, and I was like, this is sick. And yeah. still to this day, when it comes... I'm kind of finally getting fed up with it, but it's been overplayed but for like a, three years now. Yeah, I four like, years. I like like how grimy and dark yeah, it sounds. I like the right, square the wave the synth stuff. I like I like the square wave, grindy, atmospheric attitude, you know, and then that dude's distorted vocal, and then they even throw in a whistling track with a ragtime piano. I'm like, this is 
really well thought out and very cool. Mm-hmm. It's not pure cheddar. That's why I like all know? that like '90s dark wave stuff. And I mean, yeah. as, as much as a lot of the Matrix soundtrack stuff, yes, where they yes. were taking like full on trance beats and like rave style beats and then throwing a symphony over it. And yes. I was like, this is. Killer! I mean, I loved it. I loved that stuff. That's why man. I liked the uh, Spawn soundtrack because they were taking uh, actual songs and then you know doing weird DJ makes, and some of them didn't really work out too well. Like for whom the Bell Tolls didn't quite work out, but there were a lot of other ones that were just really, really cool. Like yeah. Filter has a "Can't You Trip Like I Do" on That's that one. Song. I know that song. song. Yeah, song. Trip like I, I do love is it. Dope. Yeah, yeah, I know that tune, man. Yeah. You remember the Judgment Night soundtrack? No. You don't remember that? I can't. Judgment movie Night was, with Emilio yes. Estevez. Movie not so great. I enjoyed I kinda it. I kind of liked the movie. See, I, I'm a fan of the movie. It was but an I early Jeremy like Piven film. Yep. I'm a yep. big fan of his. Um, was and Dennis in Leary's in it. I can't remember. But, dude, uh, the, the soundtrack was like groundbreaking. It was like really one of the first. Uh, introductions to mainstream America of rap rock. They oh, took. Oh, wow. It was uh, a bunch of hip hop bands and a bunch of rock bands combining to write songs. So Hellman and House of Pain did a song together. Uh, Teenage Fan Club and De La Soul was did a song. Was this the PE Anthrax collaboration? No, it's Bring after the noise. that, but it's okay. definitely there inspired a, by that. There was an album I had, uh, Loud Rocks. Which was the same thing, but it was like Wu Tang Clan and System of a Down, and so a lot of those later '90s yeah, bands yeah, doing yeah. that sort of stuff. Cypress Hill and Pearl Jam did a song together. Whoa! My favorite though, a collaboration of two great local artists, Mud Honey and Sir Mix a Lot. The song is called Freak Mama. Wow! Like this was on like a major soundtrack. Yeah. And it just well, this, is about, this is about to be really cool or really bad. We'll know in a sec. <laughs> And I'm going with cool. Because <laughs> that could have face planted. I was waiting for it to face Right? <laughs> like when Metallica was like, let's do an album with Lou Reed. Oh, look, look great on paper. Damn. <laughs> I don't even count that as a Metallica record. That was like tying grandma's shoes together and forcing her down the steps. I mean, that was just rough. Fun fact Steve loves that album so much, he named his dog after it. No! <laughs> <laughs> Freak Mama! <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right, we got one more voicemail before we get to our Becky Lynch interview. Hi, guys. It's Mama Hocknado again. Rocking Mama. <laughs> Freak Mama! Um, <laughs> I have a comment for the guy that called in with the breakup. Um, my husband and I both came from a bad ma- out of a bad marriage, and I had told him one time when he kind of was acting like he was going to ask me to marry him, I told him, I don't want nothing like what I just came out of. I refuse. I just yeah. refuse. And so anyway, a little later on, you know, he asked me to marry him. I married him. And we were together, not always agreed, but we were together for 34 years. There's just a lot of times when you're with someone and you don't agree with what they're doing or what they're saying, you just got to compromise or just say, oh, that's okay, honey. That's all right. I still love you. And that's what both of us did for 34 years and now I want to say 
thank you to Carmack. He is just he is just the nicest person. He always has the nicest things to say about Mama, and I want to just thank him <laughs> and let him know I love him too, just as much as I do you guys. Oh. And um, his so far his views about me. I'm not a blagger, but his views about me are true. I I try to be the most loving, positive person I can be. It's hard at times, but it always works when you're positive. Something goes wrong one day, just go to bed that night and, and wake up positive that something better is going to happen today. And usually it does, for me anyway. So I want to thank him, and um, I, I I love him sober or not. <laughs> he just sounds like a really really neat guy. Yes. You guys have a nice evening, a nice weekend, and think positive. Mama loves you all. Bye bye. Bye, Mama. Bye, Freak Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Well played. That is lucky timing. That's her theme song now. <laughs> it is. That's awesome. To Mama, we love you. And that, that always great words of wisdom from you. It kind of ties back to all of us talking about all the political crap about, you know, you can disagree with people, but you should be willing to still listen. still expect to be lynched leaving the building. Oh, you know, there are some people <laughs> well, waiting for you outside. take my action figure. On both ends. <laughs> no, it's Look my out. action figure. <laughs> all right, well, uh, before we get out of here, yeah, the Rev and I had a great opportunity to speak with uh, one of the great WWE superstars. Just killing it in the SmackDown brand. So you can see her on Tuesday nights on SmackDown. Had a great job at the Royal Rumble. Uh, here is our chat with Becky Lynch from the WWE Hey, this is Steve. Megs. Joe. What up, Joe? What up? What's up, brother? How you doing? Doing great, man. How about yourself? Man, I can't complain. I can't <laughs> complain at all. <laughs> That's what I tell everybody. If you, if you hear me complain, punch me in the face because I have a good life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, just roll with it, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what are we going to do, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Becky, you're on the line with Megs. Megs. You're on the line with WWE's resident last kicker, Becky Lynch. <laughs> what's up, Becky? Oh, what's up, Megs? How are you? I'm uh, doing great. I had a um, uh, many months ago at WrestleMania, I had the opportunity to meet you at uh, that steakhouse when they did a whole media thing, and you guys all hung out. And uh, since that experience, uh, anytime anyone asks me who's my favorite WWE superstar that I've ever met. Without a doubt, you were hands down the coolest. Uh, before you, it was Booker T, so now you've trumped Booker T. You are now my favorite WWE superstar I've ever met, so congratulations to you. Dang, I trumped Booker T. You took his spot. No, no. <laughs> Becky, I hate to ask, are you on a, a speakerphone by chance? Because it's like a weird little echo when when it's, it's kind of like gets, uh, some stuff gets muffled when I'm hearing you answer. Let me, let me try and see. I'll put on headphones. Oh, you sound like crystal clear now. This is great. Okay. Sorry so about I that. I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You can't hear us now? I can, like, I can hear you sound very far away. Um, so I'm just going to put on some headphones. Okay, because, yeah, it'd be weird if I just start yelling into the microphone. <laughs> Becky! <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wanted to talk a little bit about the WrestleMania experience, because I feel like that was, like, I mean, there's obviously a lot of stuff that was leading up to just this this 
which I'm a big fan of, just being able to see uh, the, all the ladies in the WWE uh, no longer be called divas and become WWE superstars, and being able to have an, an incredible match of the night at WrestleMania with you and Sasha and, and Charlotte. I, 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 now we're seeing like someone like Mickey James come back. Is it like is it, that feel good for you, like in, to be a part of such an awesome movement? For, for the ladies where you have now someone who I felt back in the day she didn't get the chance to shine like she probably could have. What does that feel for like you guys to know that like you've really helped revolutionize women's wrestling in the WWE? Uh, it, it, it's amazing and it's, um, it's just it's perfect timing um, because I always think look I gave up wrestling for, for seven years and I always wondered and questioned and regretted it um, and, and then I look back and I go wow wow if I didn't, if I didn't give up then and I wouldn't be with all the girls that I'm with now. We wouldn't be doing the things that we're doing now. So, um, so it was actually ended up being a huge gift. And then, and then um, I was telling Mickey James the first, um, the first independent wrestling DVD, or sorry, it would have been video at the time that I saw. <laughs> um, she was valeting for AJ Styles, oh, and I remember wow. at the time like. Like it was, it was, it was the first, um, it was the first one that I got. Because other than that, I just watched WWE, and that was my only experience with with wrestling back in Ireland. And um, I hadn't seen anything else. And I remember just watching, watching her um, and AJ. And I, I remember just being so fascinated with AJ. And I'd go back and I'd watch it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And it's so crazy to see them both here at the same time. And, and to be able to be in a program with her is just it's amazing. You and Alexa Bliss, I could watch wrestle every week. It's like it's yes. so. You guys just have great chemistry together. It's so much fun to watch. You guys, that steel cage match was just unreal. And are there other types of matches that typically haven't been used with women's wrestling that you would like to be a part of? I mean, could it be even like a, a in the future, like a, a Royal Rumble with the ladies, or uh, a ta- you know a TLC match, or like is there something that like you're like, man, I hope we could get to the point where I could be a part of one of these kind of matches as well. Oh, I- Absolutely, you know, and I, I think I think we're just uh, uh, we're just crossing the surface at the moment and building up slowly. Uh, Rumble match, I would love to see, but I don't know when that's going to happen. Not for any other reason, other than the fact that we don't have that many women um, at the moment, and we've got to build those stars and we've got to make them. And um, but we have so many. So many open talent in NXT that that I think it, it would be a matter of time. We just need we just need the the women to come up here and and continue to make an impact and keep doing what they're doing. Oh, for sure, that'd be so much fun. Uh, I, I, the guy on our show, also the Rev, uh, you and him have something in, in common, and it's a world that I, I didn't understand until he explained it to me. And it's the, the steampunk world. And I was like, I gotta let the Rev have his opportunity yeah. to nerd out with you yeah. about the steampunk. Because <laughs> I, when I first saw you, I'm like, Rev, I found your new favorite wrestler and he's like what are you talking about I'm like well there's a lady in the WWE by Becky Lynch she does steam and as soon as I said steampunk he's like oh yeah she's already my favorite oh, yeah. I haven't seen her wrestle <laughs> absolutely it and then yeah just watching uh, you come out with the entrances with the goggles on and the steam blasting in the air I just thought that was so amazing what what drove you to even incorporate the goggles and uh, the whole steampunk flair in with your character because it's such a cool look it's amazing yeah and it I, is. I, I, it really is, and nobody was doing it. No, and, uh, and I absolutely love the creativity of of of, of the steampunk culture and, and the fact that, like, you see, like 
all these amazing gears and, and outfits and everything that most of the time people just hand me. And yeah. I love that craftsmanship. It's incredible. And so sometimes people would give me like uh, goggles that they've made themselves and they put their own gears and everything on them. And they look unbelievable or like cuffs. And there's so much you can do with it. And what I love about um, steampunk as well is it's, it's a look. But it's not necessarily like a, an attitude. Um, they're, they're a little, oh, yeah. you know, you see, you see a bit of a, a more of a quirky attitude or whatever, um, which, which suits me down to the ground. But it's nothing that you can be tied to, and, and it's like, okay, well, you've got to, you got to act like this because you're a steampunk. You know what I mean? Absolutely, and it's like you can incorporate your own personality, which I see you do every time you go out there with it. And I think it's just awesome that you're able to bring that out. And it's something that I love that it's it's just a great little bonding thing because it's a, a real small understand, group. He got he had a steampunk themed wedding. Yeah, like, that's how we went to Vegas and had a steampunk themed <laughs> wedding. We actually had people dress up with us. It was just a we just managed to do everything. My wife made her own steampunk dress that had lit up and everything. I went with the top hat and goggles. It was a whole to do so just to see you out there repping the steampunk is it's just an amazing experience for myself oh thank you so much and there's also there's also uh, in orlando there is a steampunk themed uh restaurant oh. it's amazing it's called mr mcgorium's Chocolate Emporium, I think. Oh, I'm in on that one. I got to go check that out. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. They do these incredible milkshakes. Great for you. <laughs> I'm not even a steampunk guy, but you got me at the caramel milkshake. I'm in. <laughs> Becky, I know you got a bunch of interviews to do, so I don't want to keep you. Uh, thank you for being a part of what is an amazing, just amazing last year for women's wrestling, and, and you have had such a huge part of it. And uh, again, thank you again for hanging out with us. Uh, thank you so much. All right, that was a lot of fun. So awesome. She rocks. And all the fangirls and boys of Becky Lynch, thank you for tweeting us <laughs> and making things awkward. Kidding. <laughs> and thank you for my Google image moment, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Glenn would have asked questions. He was too busy looking at pictures of her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick and Garen, thank you guys for hanging out with us, man. And thank Nick, you. thank you for making these awesome. It's incredible. It's so cool, figures. man. So cool. Uh, and I bet I'll see you at a future uh, indie wrestling show. You know, we got Defy coming up in April and 3 I'll 2 1 battle. I'm already hearing some uh, stuff about the lineup, and it's going to be awesome. So, defywrestling.com. Soon the information will be released. Uh, Glenn, you got your show on the 3rd? Friday. This weekend. Yeah, this coming Friday, man. Highway 99. It's the Seattle premiere show for the Glen Cannon Blues Trio with uh, Jeff Rouse, the guessing game, that nice. gang, and then our buddies in the Adarna as well. So, it should be a cool night. That's at Highway 99 Blues Club this Friday night. Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. 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 All right, well, thank you guys for listening. As always, we'll be back next week. I believe it's that time of the month. Red the Stripper will be joining us. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.